Hello, this is Marcelo Pico, Editor-in-Chief of Talk Film Society and podcaster of Note, here to introduce the latest episode of Marking the Marks that's hitting the podcast free feed on Talk Film Society. This is episode nine, uh, in which me and my co-host, Marcus Irving, uh, we talk about WWE's Survivor Series pay-per-view. Yes, if you don't know, uh, these uh, episodes, the series covers the monthly WWE pay-per-views, um, mostly. Uh, we also cover other wrestling pay-per-views like NXT and AEW and other wrestling uh, things, uh, too. I mean, it's not just WWE, although mostly it is. Uh, we also talk about NXT TakeOver War Games, that pay-per-view. It's a long episode, this one. I checked, it may be the longest episode of podcasting I've ever done. This one, episode 9. We recorded this uh, back in, I believe, November. This episode dropped in December, uh, December 1st, to be exact, 2019. So yeah, uh, this dropped over on the Patreon. Uh, and please, go to the Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash talkfromsociety. To check out more, uh, we'll go through the back uh, catalog of um, Marking the Marks there on the Patreon and check out our other series and specials and commentaries uh, there. That's uh, patreon.com slash talkfilmsociety. But yeah, the longest episode of podcasting we've ever done is, is this, uh, I think. I have to triple check, but this may be it. Um, so if you have two and a half hours to burn... Um, if you're going on a long car trip, uh, we have the content for you. So listen, uh, enjoy it, um, and yeah, check out more at patreon.com slash talkfromsociety. Thank you. If they run up on you, hit them with a one-two or a bitch slap. Leave the code to sack your brothers, don't have your back. Welcome, everyone, to the most must-listen Patreon exclusive podcast on Talk Film Society Podcast Network. Welcome to... Marking the Marks. Marking the Marks. With, with Marcus. Marcus. And... And... Marcelo. Marcelo. Hey, Marcus. Hey, what's up? What's going on? What's happening? You did everybody? that. You did that on the fly. You didn't write it down. Off it memory. memory, and it was perfect. You landed mm-hmm. it. You suck. I was worried there for a second, but you got it. You got there was it. One little hiccup in there, but I brought it back. Yeah, but thanks to the I editing, I I could just piece it together and make it seamless. But I'll leave it. I'll leave it as is. <laughs> Very kind of you. I'll let history be the judge. <laughs> How are you? You doing well? Yeah, I, I tend to ask you that at least three times at the beginning of each episode. <laughs> Uh, I am doing great because we just watched a bunch of wrestling and I'm happy about it. A bunch of wrestling. I've watched more wrestling in the last three weeks or so than I have in a very long time. And we'll get to, we'll we'll get to why exactly that is as we, as we talk throughout this episode, this is episode nine. The main events of this episode is survivor series 2019, which just occurred on November 24th, 2019, uh, today, uh, we, we're recording right after it has transpired. 
and we'll go in depth uh, match by match later on. But first, as we always do, I begin by setting the scene. Who are we? Why are we here? Why? Why, why, why? I'm Marcelo. I podcast. Period. The end. <laughs> no. mm-hmm. I just recorded a podcast earlier. I recorded my Lord of the Rings podcasts. Um podcast with my co-hosts and uh i took a i took a break from podcasting to watch wrestling and then podcast again <laughs> uh, um it's i a great life you lead that's great life i think i mean at this point i mean the, the whole setup of the show is i'm a new guy to this wrestling thing right but i just realized i've been watching wrestling for like the last like eight months or whatever oh noise i oh yeah no yeah oh, close to eight months I mean, do I, Marcus, do I still call myself a, a novice? Do I still call myself like a newbie with wrestling? I think that that's up to you because, you know, in my mind, I would think, hey, he's gotten a hang of this so far. He he should know what he's talking about. But do you feel like you do? You know, it seems like it seems and <laughs> I, even even today before and even during uh, Survivor Series, I I was asking you questions like, "What's going on here?" Yeah, I, I feel like the the day I stop asking questions is the day I can stop calling myself a newbie to this new wrestling. Uh, and hey, I've seen wrestling before. I've seen it back in the day during the Attitude Era. But yes, all this new wrestling, um, you know, I need somebody to guide me through. And you're that person, Marcus. Talk about your perspective on all this. So I've been watching wrestling for close to two years now. We're coming up on my two-year anniversary. We'll have a big blowout episode to celebrate Congratulations. that. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah, I've gotten like really hardcore into it. I never really watched it before that, but since then I've just been watching it like crazy and consuming all the wrestling content there is. And I've uh, learned a lot, and I'm here to talk about it with Marcelo. You've learned a lot about yourself. Learned about, a lot about me, about wrestling, uh, about people that hurt that wrestle. people for a living. Oh. <laughs> um, see, and I think this, I mean, you for sure, pound for pound, outweigh me in terms of watching wrestling. Because your wrestling intake is, is a lot higher than mine. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can say, and this is this is where we can kind of start. Well, we'll start with the news here in a bit, but I'll just mention this. Um, as soon as you mentioned, uh, you know, War Games, NXT War Games was coming up, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about in a bit. I was like, War Games, that sounds familiar. And then I I, uh, I looked it up and I go, oh, that's that WCW uh, uh, pay-per-view from like 25 years ago. Yeah. And it, and it rang bells, so I decided to take it upon myself and watch some old WCW uh, 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 war games matches. Oh wow! Yeah, That's cool. We'll, we'll talk about that once war games. Once we talk about NXT war games. Um, but yeah, I, 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 uh, I'm into it. You know, I, I've I, for the first time in a while, I've I've uh, taken it upon myself to watch wrestling that has not been assigned to me. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. Speaking of which, wrestling. I mean. News, Marcus. I want to start with this news segment because there's a lot that's happened since we last talked. Sure. Uh, I know it's only been a month since we last talked, but what has happened in that month? Things move so fast in the world of wrestling, you know? Uh, yeah. You know, one day everything's fine, and the next day everything's all topsy-turvy. Uh, 
independent wrestler ACH. You know, he signed with WWE. Looked like he was going to be the next big star, and then and, and then uh, WWE put out. Uh, he he won a he won a NXT breakout tournament, so he right. was clearly destined for great things. And then WWE did something uh, horribly stupid and bad, Uh-oh. and they put out a uh, a t shirt for him <laughs> that looked like a caricature of blackface. Oh, he is a God. black wrestler. It is a interesting choice to say the least. Marcelo, it was, uh-huh. uh, and, uh, anyway, since then he, uh, wanted to get an apology for it. And I don't think they ever like put out an apology or anything. They took down the shirt, but, uh, but yeah. And, and since then he, he just went on an absolute tirade about WWE for weeks on social media and eventually he quit and i believe he's just out now <laughs> he quits yeah so i'm um i'm 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 looking it up online and as soon as i type in achwwe uh acwwe yeah. shirt pops up that's the first uh-huh. hit on google and in wwe his name was changed to jordan miles Oh yeah, okay. So Jordan Miles. So I see. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's uh, it uh, it's offensive. I see. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, not so good. Not, not so, good. so good. And I can see why he has been. It's as if he has been released from his contract. Um, yeah. Boy, 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 boy. Uh, how, how often does this happen, Marcus? Uh, where some knucklehead does something stupid and on a shirt or social media via WWE and they have to apologize. Uh, this very specific incident, I can't say that I know of any other time that it's happened, but, uh, like, uh, if you're meaning just in general, like uh, a wrestler says something stupid and they have to get let go. Not that Jordan miles said anything stupid here, but, uh, <clears throat> he definitely didn't. But, uh, I don't know, like last year, Enzo and Cass, both of them got fired for uh, unsavory uh, things that both of them did. They were a tag team. And, I don't know, it's not super often, but there's controversy abounding always, right? Yeah. I mean, are you surprised that this happened? Am I surprised that WWE did something racist? No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm absolutely That was my ultimate question. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. And 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 uh, and and you mentioned this off mic. You're like, oh, I'm not going to mention the racist T-shirt thing. And I go, now you have to talk oh, about yeah, the racist yeah, T-shirt. I have to put it on, and I think you made the right decision, Marcel. Because this is good but, quality news entertainment. But uh, let's uh, move on to something uh, more racist. <laughs> not more racist, but equally uh, very troubling. Uh, their WWE's. Uh, relationship with Saudi Arabia. Ah, oh, okay, yeah. I okay. So yes, it, it this has been a running thread through this podcast. Um Yeah. I can't remember what episode we kind of dived semi deep into it, but yes. If you don't know what's happening in Saudi Arabia, for God's sakes, what are you doing? You don't you don't follow the news, yeah. idiot. I mean, re- read up. Um but yes, they signed what like a 20, 30, 50 year contract with uh, <laughs> Saudi, yeah. Saudi Arabian WWE are now like mm-hmm. In cahoots, best together. buddies, best buddies. Two year, two shows every year for the next ten years minimum. Yeah, this and is the second year, so like, eight more years. 
was it last year or this past year that John Cena refused to go to one of these Saudi Arabia shows? Yeah, right? yeah, they have a few people on the team that do not want to go there anymore, and it seems like they're allowed to, but we don't know if that's the full story. Like, if is is only John Cena? If you do, you have to be John Cena to say no, or can you be lower down on the card and say no? You know. Yeah. And here on this show, we've made it a point not to watch these shows. Um. I mean, forgot to. Uh, keep, but, I yeah. mean, oh, well, okay. Overall, I mean, Marcus, I don't blame me for watching. I'm just saying overall, we're not, we're not going to cover them. I mean, sure, yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, that's that. That's my point. I mean, I watch them personally because I'm yes. a psycho who has to see everything, right? Yeah, I, I'm saying but, the, the 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 royal we. Okay. Yeah. The royal we. We're not watching them for this show to cover no. them. We did not make um, a full episode about it. Exactly. We will never do that. That's my point. Yeah. And I've always felt like it's it's those shows are kind of like uh, those UK shows that the WWE used to do, and I I don't think they do anymore. I don't know. Um, those like uh, they're, they're like oh they're like side stories. You know they're yeah, not really yeah. they're not relevant to the plot. So I thought. Yeah, you would hope so. Yeah. But, but uh, no, <laughs> priest. But- Pretty gigantic things happen in terms of the world of the wrestling, in terms of kayfabe or what have you. Pretty big things have happened there, and uh, that's not any different this year. Like this, this show, a lot of big story developments happened, and you now, want to get into it? Or I mean, I only watched the one thing because. Oh, so you did watch it? I watched that one match, and that was it. Right. Okay. Right now. I mean, besides the 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 fiend match, Marcus, I didn't watch any any I didn't watch anything else. But was there anything significant that happened that we need uh, to talk about? That we need to just mention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you see any of the news surrounding this at all? Uh, okay. Um, through my you know scrolling through Twitter and living in the world, the only thing I heard was that there was a women's match that was sure okay. Announced as like the first ever you know women's match in Saudi Arabia, and yeah. other than that, other than that, I had I have no idea what happened other than the uh, same thing. So Lacey Evans and Natalia, they did indeed have the first ever uh, women's match over there in Saudi Arabia, which uh, you know kind of a big deal or whatever. But uh, they're still choosing to do business with a place where that is a big deal, which uh, lames, uh, yeah. fucking lame. Uh, they got th- uh, people threw water bottles at them when they were walking out. Uh, they had to like be very covered up compared to what they normally wear. Because uh, I'm watching back Survivor Series right now, and uh, Lacey Evans and Natalia are here, and they were wearing like they they're wearing this here, and then over there they had to wear like a very gigantic T-shirt to cover everything up. <laughs> um, so anyway, that match happened. Whatever. Uh, and oh my god! And they've been playing it up like it was like some huge historic thing. It's so great, and it should be applauded. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's uh, that's why I heard about it. I'm like, yeah. okay, whatever. I mean, yeah. And I still but, have no desire to see the Saudi Arabia things. But yeah, but yeah. was there something else? Yeah, and the Universal Championship happened. Uh, Seth Rollins lost to uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, hmm, hmm. Uh, the oh. Joker. Yeah. No, yeah. No? no, no, I think you're right. It was the Joker. That's yeah, right. The Joker. The Joker came in. I mean, <laughs> he he was on the verge at that point, because uh, it happened on Halloween this past yeah. year. 
he was on the verge of making a billion dollars from his movie, <laughs> him personally. And to celebrate, he uh, defeated Seth Rollins for the uh, Universal yeah. Championship. Flew down to Saudi Arabia and was like, let's have at it, Seth. <laughs> let's have at it, yeah. <clears throat> Taking a break from uh, the whirlwind promotion of, uh, of Joker, the movie. And uh, mm-hmm. then after this, when Help My Boy Todd Phillips win an Oscar. So. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but yeah, God yeah. Will. I mean, I um, I I had no idea this this had happened actually until mm-hmm. like maybe a week ago. Um, that that's how that's how disconnected I am to one the world of WWE in general, I yeah. guess, because I don't know everything that's happening, and also two, I don't, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't, I'm trying to avoid the Saudi Arabia stuff. I mean, that's just sure. me. I'm like, sure. I don't want to, I don't want to watch it. But then somebody sure. posted on posted on Twitter that uh, Brett Wyatt, the fiend. Had the championship, and I'm like, "What? When did that happen?" Yeah, so I, I looked it up on Wikipedia of all things. I looked up WWE Universal Championship, and I saw that it happened at uh, 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 I already I already forget the name of it. Um, Crown the, Jewel, Crown Jewel, and yeah. I'm like, "Oh, oh, oh, okay. Well, that's a shame." Mm-hmm. And yes, then I, I watched that match. And then you and, did watch it, and uh, you know it was whatever, right? It was fine. It yeah, was, it was fine. Yeah. I, 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 I know I'm on the wrong side of history when I say I, I liked the Hell in the Cell match that they had. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, 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 you agree, Marcus? I'm on no. the wrong side of history. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree that you are in the minority. I, I yes. can't say that I'm not a little bit with you, but I, I, we, we talked about it. We talked but, about it, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, uh, he won there. Um and since then, the belt has been redesigned because he's on SmackDown and it was a big red belt. So they had to turn it into a big blue belt. And, uh, okay, so we're going to move on to the, the real big story that happened at Saudi Arabia. Wow, we, we, we touched on those two, and I felt like those were two big stories. Uh, you're, no, saying, no. you're saying there's something else. No, I, there's something, I have uh, no idea what you're about to say, Marcus, and I am on the edge of my seat. There is something of actual importance that happened, uh, oh other than just in the God. terms of wrestling world. Uh-oh. Um, so this happened on – this show happened on a Thursday, right? Right. And the next day was SmackDown. Right. And they had a bunch of SmackDown stars down there in Saudi Arabia, obviously. And they were supposed to get on a jet and get on a big old plane and vroom, fly down there to <laughs> vroom, <laughs> just <laughs> just just like a plane makes, just the sound yes. a plane makes vroom sound. Yes, you know it when you hear it. And they were going to fly down to Boston or wherever, and uh, and then entertain the crowds there for Friday Night SmackDown, right? Right, right. Simple but, enough. Yeah, but when they went to uh, board the plane and fly off, there were some issues. Uh-oh. And so every every single WWE superstar they had, except Brock Lesnar, who takes his own private planes, uh, <laughs> was on this plane, and this plane malfunctioned. Uh-oh. <laughs> and... They all died? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, and, and they, they had to be taken off the plane, and there wasn't another one to be uh there was not another plane ready for many 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 hours and <clears throat> that was the story that wwe put out and then huh. we see all these tweets from wrestlers like carl anderson and rusev who are tweeting things like uh 
you know, I'm never coming back here again. And I'm uh-huh. glad to still be alive. What? And so, <clears throat> uh, turns out it was, this is all kind of rumor, kind of true. I don't know. But it, it was definitely more than just a plane malfunction or something wrong with the plane. Like, to, based on whatever was reported, like, a, a prince ordered them off of a plane and would not let them leave because WWE has not been paid for their last two shows in Saudi Arabia. And in response to that, Vince McMahon like cut off the feed that was airing on free in Saudi Arabia. Wait, wait, wait a second. But go, I, I go back. I'm still reeling <laughs> yeah. a lot of this stuff. Yeah. So, Oh my god! Okay, wait, no, keep going because I have questions. <laughs> so yeah, they air those, these TV. Uh, they air this free in Saudi Arabia. That's part of the deal. Right. Uh, it's just on free TV or whatever, and uh, they were airing it on a like a forty-five minute delay or something. And apparently, it was because Vince was mad at them for not paying them for the last two shows that they had run there. And apparently, they still have not been paid for that. I don't know. And. Uh, yeah, so everybody uh, thought they were going to die. Uh, could not make it back in time for SmackDown. And SmackDown had to be populated by NXT stars, basically. And, uh, yeah. And the, women, <laughs> so, and the women that weren't allowed to go. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, so uh, just, just to reiterate. So, Vince McMahon, in retaliation for Saudi Arabia not paying the WWE cut off the feed of Crown Jewel to Saudi Arabia TV stations, whatever. And so in response to that, Saudi Arabia holds hostage WWE stars. <laughs> That's basically what happened, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like it's like that episode of Succession, which mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't think you watch, Mark. No, I've never, no, no. Uh, never seen it. Uh, fans of Succession. Episode, <laughs> you agree totally, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Marcelo. It's exactly like that episode of Succession. Yeah. Um, that is scary and insane, and so we don't. Th- this is all just hearsay, like rumor, or like it's yeah. not. It's not yeah. super. It's not stone cold fact right now. This, this may uh, shock you, Marcelo, but there aren't a lot of super good wrestling journalists. Uh, <laughs> oh, what? Like, like most of the big uh, wrestling places are like. Uh, rumor mills and uh, well, uh, and it, uh, like it, people that just report WWE's uh, official statuses uh, or whatever the fuck. It is time to step Basically up, Marcus. Advertisers. It's time to step up, Marcus. You and I are going to become, uh, uh, you know, all the presidents' men of mm. WWE reporting, wrestling reporting. Yeah. So, are you ready to be the Woodward and Bernstein? You ready to break this case open? I am ready to spotlight this shit with you. <laughs> We're going to report this uh, 2019 reference. Um, that, so, that's, so that's insane. So when's the next Crown Jewel Saudi Arabia show? Hey, uh, six months, they're going to do six. it again. <laughs> they made sure to tell us that the deal is not off. They're still doing it. Okay, okay. And the official want- narrative is still a plane malfunction, and it made them leave oh, a few hours late. My God. I yeah. had no idea. Yeah. Wow, that's insane. Um, so I'm glad we, we touched on this uh, Saudi yeah. Arabia thing. Yeah, yeah. And it led to a great episode of SmackDown. Oh, okay. Because um, of the NXT stars. 
I may I may have to uh, uh, go back and, and watch it. Uh, Great episode. Speaking, now, of, speaking yeah, uh, of NXT, uh, speaking of NXT, I was going to do that transition too. Are we going to go into war games or is there anything? I else? I believe so. I think that's okay. The end of my Ooh, it's it's a it's a hell. That was a hell of a new segment. Congratulations, Marcus. For thank you, sir. Um, one hell of a news. I, I think I'm going to take off. You got it from here, right? I'm good. All right, here we go. Uh, war games, uh, NXT, uh, some wrestlers <coughs> were, were wrestling on the games of the war. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you're back, Marcus. Thank God. All right. So, like it, maybe like that. This is what, like, maybe the third, third. or fourth, third, third one yeah. I've seen. I've seen. So, right. yeah, you mentioned it was a w- WCW pay per view thing that they used to do. Right. And uh, yeah, WWE brought it back specifically for NXT three years ago, I believe. Yes, smart move, I'd say on their part. Oh yeah, yeah. Every and year it's been awesome. Yeah, I uh, like I said earlier on hearing that this was a thing because I had no idea that War Games was back. Um, I went back and watched some old WCW War Games mm-hmm. uh, matches. Like with NWO and like uh, uh, Hulk Hogan, I think pops in there, and uh, Kevin Nash was in one of them. And then there's this one match that was on um, uh, Nitro, TNT Nitro, where it was like a modified War Games. Like it wasn't two rings; it was like three steel cages on top of each other, and there's like nine people in there, like Sting. And Kevin Nash and uh, Booker T and like some other uh, like who is it Jeff Jarrett or something whatever and it was insane and I wouldn't even call that a war games match but it was like a war games special match I don't know mm-hmm. but uh, yeah I watched a few of those and then I watched the NXT war games match uh, from three years ago the first one and I have to say that was very good I uh, I enjoyed that one. Uh, and that all leads to this War Games, NXT yep. Takeover War Games, twenty nineteen. <clears throat> um, so yeah, so we'll do an overview of it. Um, I mean, to start, Marcus. I mean, oh, and this is. I guess we'll, do we talk about this now? So I was confused. I'll say this because um, uh, I I didn't have any any uh, any insight to what was gonna happen on war games or survivor series right and so i i I started watching war games and started noticing things i'm like wait a second there isn't gonna be nxt championship match on war games they keep saying all these people are gonna be in survivor series i'm like what's happening what's going on (laughs) and but then the answer was very obvious maybe i wasn't paying attention but survivor series and this is kind of jumping ahead but i just want to make this clear Every year in Survivor Series, on Survivor Series now, Marcus, is it always like War? Uh, is it always like Raw versus SmackDown? Yeah, yeah. In the past, that's what it's been. Uh, yeah, I think even before that, whenever uh, ECW, I think maybe they were a part of it or W, whatever. I don't know. Yes, WCW, and, maybe I don't know. But and, and, and well, back when I was watching wrestling, like eighteen years ago, there, there weren't any brands. There were any. There was no split between mm-hmm. uh, SmackDown and Raw. So this is the first. Survivor Series I watched that was like brand versus brand. Right. 
Yeah, so that's why I was confused. I'm like, wait a second. And then, you know, of course, the, the, the big deal is like NXT is in the mix now. Mm-hmm. So it's NXT versus Raw versus SmackDown. I initially thought, Marcus, that this was going to, this is like their thing now. That now NXT is like the third brand that they're now like <clears throat> mixing matches and like, and now there's more crossover. Right. Um, so I was confused, but I figured it out though. Unless, Marcus, you don't do you, do you foresee more of this mixing and matching uh in in the uh, in future pay-per-views uh i do uh, be, because uh, let me tell you why uh because um let me tell you why uh because because uh, you can because, tell me why uh yeah let me tell you why because uh i'm not doing this on purpose <laughs> <laughs> you have something yes i thought this was uh, a gag was because pretty- fucking AEW uh, yes, they have been beat. Uh, they're head to head on Wednesday nights with NXT. They're at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, every week, AEW has beaten uh, NXT in terms of ratings. Oh, except this last Wednesday when oh. it was specifically advertised that big Raw and SmackDown stars were going to show up in the lead up to Survivor Series. So uh-huh. I think they'd be silly to not at least do it a do it sparingly. From here on oh. out, you know. Wait, just to make it clear, so a- AEW Dynamite, their weekly show on Wednesdays, right? They've been beating NXT. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, and then heavily. yes, heavily. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which I'm not surprised, and and I forgot we sh- we we should quickly mention. Um, I watched oh, yeah. Yeah. I watched um two of the big matches from the last AEW. Well, I, right. I can't remember if there's been one since then, but um, the hardcore match. Uh, I forget the people's names, Marcus. Who, who uh, are they? Yeah, so so there was a recent pay per view called uh, Full Gear. I yes. watched the whole thing, but you only saw two matches. You saw the, last the champion. Two. Yeah. The last two matches, you saw the championship match between Chris Jericho and Cody. Yes, and you saw the lights out, which is basically just hardcore uh, match uh, between John Moxley and Kenny Omega. John yes, Moxley, yes. formerly Dean Ambrose. Yes, and WWE. And yeah, so uh, you saw those two matches. I would say those were probably the only two matches really worth watching that night. Oh, it was a good night. It was a. I watched the whole thing. It was a good pay per view. We'll say that. But the two matches that you ended up seeing uh, were the two to watch for sure. Yeah. And uh, I guess cutting to the chase, um, they're doing some great stuff over there at AEW. Yes, yes. And I'm not surprised that AEW. Uh, their weekly show has been beating NXT. I mean, and not not to take anything away from NXT, you know, because they're they're a good um, they're a good Absolutely. show too. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, but yeah, but I guess leading back to this, to your point, um, yeah, WWE would be foolish not to do more um, cross yeah, brands. It, it, it really was a big like ratings boost for them when they advertised this and. Uh, yeah, to be in AEW for the first time. Interesting. It's, it's yeah. an interesting spot. I because I didn't expect NXT to be uh, where they are now in terms of like. Well, we talked about this before, right? Because like um, now that NXT is a weekly show on Wednesdays, how is it going? How is it going to change? And I think we now we're now seeing that change, Marcus. Mm-hmm. What well, uh, What do you think? How, how do you think it's going? Because like this is not. Because uh, I don't know, I, I don't watch the weekly shows. I don't know how, well, how the you know how the direction, yeah, how it's going. 
how do you feel it's going compared to like the old NXT, like to now like the 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 changed NXT? Honestly, they're doing a okay. Like I I I'm surprised about this myself, but I've been because I I figured I would watch Raw and SmackDown like I had been doing, and then I would tune into AEW. And I would see an NXT here and there, like I used to watch NXT. I just I just watched one here and there, and I watched every takeover. But it's been so goddamn good. Like every single week, they put on high quality matches. There's fun storylines going, and I've been forced to watch every week just because I like it so much. Like I thought this one would fall by the wayside for me, but it really has not. It's still. I still watch AEW first usually, but uh, yeah. but like I want to watch NXT because they're always having fun story developments and great matches. And um, so yeah, I, I would say that's no different than what they were doing before. Since now there's an hour more of it, which if it's still that high of quality, you can't really complain about that. Yeah, and um, and it's yeah. on USA and it's on the right. network. I mean, it's on the cable network, so. Um, so, yeah. so you say there's like no huge decline. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Now they've been keeping up that quality. Yeah, but now Becky Lynch shows up on that show now. Sure. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. So that so that's my mindset coming in. I'm like, what's going on? They're all, they're all mixed. They're mixing it up now. It's like there's no like uh, um, n- not to say like it was like a precious thing, but like oh like you'd expect to see the NXT Championship. Um, match. Well, I would anyway. I don't know if they had done this before. I would expect that match on the NXT pay per view. Sure. Right. Right. But yeah, and yeah. I mean, from every takeover here on out, there there will be. This is. I think these. Um, I don't think this is new. Where on War Games it wasn't defended. Uh, I think that's actually happened. Both other War Games that have happened actually that the champion was involved in the War Games match. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. So his championship's not on the line or her. Gotcha, gotcha. So let's talk about the war games. Let's talk about war games. Yeah. Um Matthew uh, Broderick. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. I didn't make way. that joke. Good good job, Marcus. Thank you. You're doing amazing. Um why don't we just jump in? Because there there are only one two there are only four matches. That's right. right? That's right. right. Short show and, uh, compared and, to and, uh, a fifth one on kickoff, but it yes, wasn't. I, I yeah. see that Angel Garcia versus uh, Swerve Scott. Um, we don't need to talk about that because I didn't see that, but we'll talk about the women's War Games match that kicked off the main show. Uh, Team Ripley versus Team Basil. Okay, um, <laughs> Basler, Basler. <laughs> what did yeah. I say, Basil? <laughs> Yeah. Oh boy. And it's uh, Angel Garza too. He said Garcia. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um listen, earlier I had to talk about um every dwarf in that Hobbit movie. Yeah. yeah. An unexpected journey. There are a lot of dwarves in there, Marcus. I don't know if you know. Yeah, at least uh seven of them. No, there are like thirteen of them. Mm. And I don't want I don't want to memorize every single name. Twice there. as good as Snow White. That's how they advertise those movies. <laughs> That's on the poster. Twice Here. as many dwarves. Twice as many dwarves. See it in high frame rate. Okay. Um, I like this match. I really do. There, there a lot, some of these people I've seen before, obviously. Like Basler. Is that her name? Basler? Basler. <laughs> I've seen Basler before. Um, I'll say this. Uh, I have a new favorite 
I don't know if you know who it is, Marcus. Uh, this is this should be a new segment on the show. Marcelo's new favorite wrestler. Uh, can you take a guess? Uh, if I had to guess, based on what happened in this match and the people involved in this match, I'm going to guess you're saying Rhea Ripley. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. with with a bullet. I'm like, as soon as she stepped in the ring, I'm like, who is she? <laughs> right. <laughs> and she has some great moments in the in in the uh, match and. Just to just to spoil it, because we're going to jump right right to it. Yes, she she wins. She she has a as a win over uh, Baszler. So yeah. Um, but then okay, oh, okay. Then well, okay. Let's let's jump to your thoughts, Marcus. Your thoughts on this first War Games match with the women. Yeah. So this is the first women's War Game War Games match actually, and uh, it fucking ruled. Right. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. I think I think it was. Uh, not by much, but I think it was better than the other war games match that happened this night. They're both great, but um, I love the story that they told of the uh, two of them getting knocked out early because of that. Uh, we had that heel turn in there. Dakota Kai beat the shit out of Tegan Knox, and uh, and so it left uh, Rhea Ripley and uh, Candice alone in there. There's two two on four, and that somehow they overcame those odds and had that awesome thing, the, the awesome ending where Rhea uh, handcuffed, handcuffed herself to Shana and was able to pull out a victory that way. I thought that was awesome. Uh, the, the, when uh, Rio, when Rio was finally coming in and everybody was going nuts when she was bringing out the trash cans and kendo sticks and awesome. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I thought it was just great. We should set it up a little bit more because I want to talk about how, yeah. well, how insane the match is, yeah. and how how many crazy stupid rules are there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And, and 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 it's it's the same for the other uh, old war games uh, matches from like the um, the 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 the, the, the uh, WCW era too. It's like yes, like there are usually two or three uh, teams. On, in, in this case, there were just two teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, two um, members from uh, a member from each team starts the match. It's five minutes, and then at the five minute mark, somebody else comes in, and then every three minutes, somebody else comes in, and then the match doesn't officially start really until they're all in the ring, right? Mm-hmm. And the ring is like it's two rings put together with a big steel cage around it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> they, yeah. I mean, <laughs> when what uh, uh, compared to the old matches, yes, it's just as like convoluted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and with those, like, um, they added like crazy rules. Like, they're I mean, they're, they they had three teams, and uh, I forget what other stupid rules they had. But anyway, um, I appreciate that though. <laughs> the these insane rules that they have, they're like, yeah, um, I I'm I'm all for. Matches like this, that's just not necessarily complicate things, but just make it interesting. So, sure, I'll, I'll say that. And also, I ask you this because I, I didn't see the other War Games match from last year, but uh, I, I did see that the NXT, the first NXT War Games match. Um, let me ask you this, Marcus: How many times did uh, handcuffs come into play uh, at, at any point during those old War Games matches that you've seen? I can't think of it happening before actually i maybe it did but i i in my memory no i don't i don't think it's happened before i'll say that i think 
it's a callback because the, those handcuffs come into play in at least two of the old War Games matches. Do they? So, yeah. So uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that they brought in handcuffs. And I'm like, oh, I think that's a callback to like when like Kevin Nash did that to like Sting like 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. See, I wouldn't know about that. There you go. See, and this is why... This is I, why you're here. This is why. It's exactly why you're here. <laughs> um, but yes, I I, I dug this. Um, and what else can we say? It, it was it was a solid start to this pay per view. Rocked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want Do you want to talk about the 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 two middle matches? <clears throat> sure. Yeah. Yes. So uh, this next one it was Pete Dunn versus Damian Priest versus Killian Dane. And it was for uh, the winner would get a championship shot at Adam Cole uh, the next day at Survivor Series. And uh, this match I thought was, there's a lot of cool stuff in it. It was good. But personally, I think it went on uh, a little too long. And there were like a stupid amount of uh, near fall, pinfall things. And like it, it got kind of silly by the end. I was kind of laughing. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's still good. And, uh, yeah, well, what do you think of it? I don't remember too much about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually going to pull it up now since I have my, uh, WWE network app open right now. That new stone cold show is playing mm. in the background where he's mm. interviewing the undertaker. And I'll say this for anybody who I, I recommend anybody watch the show from like the five minutes I've seen of it, this new stone cold. Right. Broken Skull Sessions. Um, and, um, yeah, and you can sign up to the WWE Network uh, using code uh, MARKS. MARKS, using code and, watching WWE Network MARKS. Yeah, code and you'll, 2019. you'll get two free years. Two free years, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them we sent you. Um, What's my point? Oh, um, yeah, no, I, ba- I, I, I barely remember that the triple threat match. Although, I don't know, I guess Pete Dunne made an impression on me. I'm like, yeah, that, that guy seems cool, I guess. But yeah, nothing worth uh, really talking about in, nah. in extreme detail. It was um, we'll talk about that later. Uh, next thing, uh, Finn Balor versus Matt Riddle. Yes. This is interesting, Marcelo. Tell you, me why. You know Finn Balor. You've seen this I man know, before. I've seen this, I've seen this guy. I've seen him. But... Um, yeah, but you've but never what's... seen him in this context. In as a NXT, bad guy? In NXT and as a bad guy. Well, I have to correct you, Marcus. Um I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to say actually I did see him on NXT because we saw I saw him during premiere week when he showed up at NXT. Remember that? Uh Yeah. <laughs> it did happen, didn't it? Right? I gotta go, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have a good memory when it comes to this sort of stupid shit, so... Okay, yes. yeah, you did remember that. Uh, yeah. Good for you. But you have not... <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> good for me. Yes. I, but have I, you I, seen him as a heel? Did that happen on that episode? I think he just showed up and he said, I'm back, folks. But no, oh, you're, yeah, right. you're right, you're right, you're right, you're yeah, right. That was a good I, no, yeah, I didn't see him as a heel. I, I I saw in the video package though that yes, he turned heel and like, he was a bad guy. Um, and this is his first match in NXT right back as 
a heel and like, hey, sure, that sounds whatever. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, but yeah, you're 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 mostly right, Marcus. Yes, I yeah. I didn't see him in this context. And of course, you know, uh, Matt Riddle, the bro guy, shoes. He's the one that you've heard of or whatever, right? Yes, um, the guy with yeah. the no shoes. Yeah, the guy mm-hmm. who I thought was uh, weird. dirty. You said it dirty. Was gross <laughs> I, think said, I think I think that's a direct quote. I think he's <laughs> a gross, sick hippie. Should that should keep his shoes on. <laughs> And he's only, uh, 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 you know, uh, making Quentin Tarantino happy at this point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he's he's fine. He's whatever. Um. But yes. Yeah, so, well, okay. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I, it's not that I have a problem with him. He's he's a good wrestler, right? But the but the no shoes thing. I don't know. That that just rubs me, rubs me the wrong way. I think it takes him into a, a whole another level. From <sighs> I love it. I love it. And he kicks off his Crocs every time he walks into the ring. I don't know. I don't Badass. Know. Uh, um, <laughs> I, I saw. Uh, I, should, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show before, but I saw an NXT live show. Right? You and, may have uh, mentioned it. Maybe. Yeah. Did I? Did I mention the story? Uh, tell it, and I'll and I'll reveal well, if you have or not after you say it. I don't think he's the. He does this for TV shows, but uh, <laughs> at live shows, at least. Uh, when he kicks his Crocs off into the audience or it's flip-flops or whatever, uh, he asks for them back. <laughs> he makes sure, make sure that he gets them back. <laughs> I think some what? guy thought he was going to take away a sandal. No, what? no. He, wait, he got no. wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait a second. Wait. Oh, first off, how... how poorly is WWE paying these people? <laughs> I don't know. That they have to... a, Are you serious? How, and then also, how is he asking for them back? Is he shouting to the crowd, guys? Listen, okay. Um, I kicked them into the right. in, into the crowd, and it seemed like you know one Sometimes of those. Sometimes I get too excited. I get know. carried away, you know. Yeah. And it's like one of those things that you know that uh, you know uh, wrestlers or, or you know athletes do at big games. Yeah. If they throw things into the audience, I expected them back. But I kind of like those flip flops. I mean, uh, and also like I don't have many of them. You know, they're kind of expensive. Mm-hmm. So do me a solid, so just toss them back. <laughs> Honestly, how how did it go? How did he get them back? He uh, he like uh, like some guy like like got the got the sandal and he was holding it, and then Matt was like, uh, uh, "No, no, no! I can't. I need that back." And he was just kind of like motioning to throw it back to him, and then. <laughs> We got both of them back, though, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. Um. Anyway, but uh, but but your thought is he doesn't do it at every show, just like these. I, I doubt he does it at takeovers. What we don't see after the match is like him going to the audience saying, "Guys, have you seen my other one? I have this one." <laughs> I mean, I, I I need him back <laughs> to a person that paid like two hundred dollars to be there. <laughs> I need my fifty cent flip flop back. Man. Come on, man! <laughs> this is my mother's flip flops. Um, I I mean, I, I like this match. This is a solid match, even though I'm still. Uh, this is all part of, and, and, and uh, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I don't. You, you probably don't think it's a bad thing, but it's like it's very like yes, Finn Balor's back. But in my head, I'm like, why? And I sure. know why. And I no, know yeah. why. It's because to you know, get more eyes on the the weekly NXT show on right. cable now. So I get it. I do. But I'm also yeah. like, why? You know? It, 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 yeah. And it's, and yeah. it's kind of like, uh, you know, he's been there. He's done this already. Should he be beating uh, Matt Riddle, a new guy who should yeah. be getting victories and being made to look better? But 
I, I don't, but I, I, that's how I feel a little bit too, but also it's like, he's Finn Balor. He's really cool. And he is doing a new thing with his character. This is like a new version of him that I don't think has been in WWE yet, or at least not for a very long time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I like this match a lot. It might honestly have been my favorite match <clears throat> of the four, but, uh, but yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, but I that point where you said, yeah, he um why is he necessarily getting wins over Matt Riddle, who I think should be getting wins, right? Right. I don't know. It, 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 it's it's fine. I get it. Whatever. Um uh, and that that match was originally supposed to be uh against Johnny Gargano, but uh, Johnny got injured. So Yes. Was Matt that Riddle um was that part of the uh, is that part of the story? Or did it actually happen that he actually uh, got Johnny injured? actually got injured? Yeah. Okay. This was his first takeover. He's missed in like over two years. Ah, yes, I believe. Put that's out what, a sad tweet what, about it. I think that's one, what one of the announcers said. That right. uh, what's his name? Gargano. Johnny Wrestling. He was Johnny Wrestling. <laughs> unfortunately, absent from tonight. Um, oh, night. Johnny Wrestling. Uh, Mister Wrestling, rest in peace. Okay, last match of the night, the male War Games match, the longest match at 38 minutes. All right. Yes. Uh, what did you think of this match, Marcus? Did you start this off? I thought it was quite good. Uh, so we mentioned before how you had never, uh, definitely had never seen Finn Balor. Uh, in NXT, <laughs> and, uh, in your mind, he was only a main roster star. This, this this match also had one of those instances, right? Yes. Are you talking about the very end or the fun, the last um, guy who comes in? Yeah, the very last person to come in. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens. That? Kevin, Kevin Owens, Owens, right? Yes, yes. KO. 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 Um, it, was a, it was a nice surprise, although not totally unexpected. I'm like, oh, you know, again, to kind of play into the whole oh you should be watching NXT cuz you know the you know WWE stars show up too. Well, I'm right. assuming Kevin Owens, I think they may mention it too. Like he's he was in NXT too, right? He was in NXT. He was a uh, he he was actually like a really big time champion. He uh like when he was NXT champion, he came up to the main roster and fought uh John Cena when John Cena was WWE champion and beat him. Um, so like he was actually a very, very big deal in NXT and, uh, but, uh, yeah, this was Uh, his grand return and it was a big surprise because, uh, uh, not only is he not in NXT anymore, he's also, uh, very big, very outspoken, uh, on the record guy about loving the undisputed era and being like best friends with Adam Cole and for him to betray his best friend like this horrible. Because he was uh, on the opposite team of the Undisputed Era, right? Oh, I see. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. Now I see why it's even more of a surprise. Yeah. And the audience just went crazy when Kevin Owens uh, popped up. Yeah. when Because uh, he came in, yes. He was the last uh, uh, person in the match to jump into the cage. Uh, who is the big guy? What's his name? I forget uh, his name. Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's good. He's great. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. Yeah. yeah. 
He, he, he shows up in Survivor Series too, right? Yeah, and he has yes. a very big moment. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that in a bit. But yes, he's one. Of, he's another one. Much like uh, uh, Ray Ripley earlier, I'm like, oh, this guy. Who is he? And I'm like, yes, he's good. Right. So he made an impression on me. I don't think I've ever seen him uh, uh, wrestle in a match before. Uh, so it was good. I, I, I mean, yes, I like this match. It wasn't the be- it wasn't the best match of the night. I think I even liked the the women's. No, I for sure liked the, the women's war games match. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, better. And even the first war games match from three years ago that was even better. That that had a lot of high flying stuff. Although I'll say the end of this match was impressive. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that was a, a beast. That was but, a hell of a thing. Yeah, they they had set, so like when Adam Cole came out, he uh, uh, he grabbed like how many six seven tables. And Someone chucked did, yeah. them all in the ring, and they were all set up. And then finally, it came to the end of the match, and everybody was in perfect position to uh, uh, put every member of the Undisputed Era through a table one at a time. And they were like just falling down like dominoes. And then the big uh, finale was Tommaso Ciampa and Adam Cole had climbed all the way to the top of the cage, and. Uh, uh, I don't know what, what's the specific hold he was doing on him or whatever, but he was like holding him on like Tommaso was holding Adam Cole, like behind his back and cradling his neck and jumped off straight into the two tables that were set up. It was nasty. It was like really, uh, dangerous and cool. And, uh, he was was holding him like a backpack. That's, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) He was death stranding him. Death stranding him. Death stranding him. Oh, you, you just reminded me. I forget. Hold on. At the beginning of this uh, NXT War Games thing, the commentators they threw out like three current pop culture references. Yeah, which completely threw me off and dated the damn thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, that is the yep. thing that uh, Moro Ronaldo that made an answer. <laughs> he will do that. All the time, <laughs> I got to uh, in uh, in like in, in maybe in one breath he mentioned baby baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he mentioned that the Tesla truck, <laughs> and which is already dated. That's already yeah. a super old reference. And then I forget the other thing he mentioned. But I'm like, oh, God damn, shut up! <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't mention Death Stranding because he that was to him an old reference. He would he should have mentioned that like a month sure. ago. Anyway. Yeah, I uh, impressive match overall, Absolutely. but not not my favorite. It's but it was a it had a solid ending. I did like that ending. It was very, yeah. I mean, from twenty feet in the air, you know, he he cradles Adam Cole right through a table. That's pretty good. Yeah, and, 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 and what a great night overall, too. Right? What, what a great night! Oh, what a tremendous what a night! night. What and, a tremendous uh, night. And uh, we got to give our rating on it, of course. Oh, that's uh, right. Hold on. Do you, I mean, do you have it written down? Because I wrote absolutely it down. Absolutely not. Uh, I, I will I never mean, write them down. <laughs> you will go into the abyss not knowing what uh, the rating system you created was. I'm going to quickly... I should have this, like, folded. This page folded to my book. So, in the meantime, I mean, you've seen other NXT uh, pay-per-views, obviously. Oh, I Absolutely. I found it. No, no, no more stretching. I got okay. it. Okay, so the rating system goes as follows: you start with stank. That's that's at one. Mm. A little groovy is two. Pretty sweet is three. Pretty dang dope 
is four, and totally rad is five. So on the Marcus marking the marks with Marcus and Marcelo scale, Marcus. Yes. Where would you rate NXT War Games 2019? Um, it had three phenomenal matches, but it also had a fourth match that, while I did like and had a lot of great moments in it, still went on a bit too long, and I felt got a little silly by the end of it. So I am going to uh, give it a dock of one point on the scale, and that means it is going to be a pretty dang dope a four out of five. Still a great fun, great night, but not flawless. Marcelo. This is going to be slightly controversial because I don't think I've ever done this where I've rated something lower than you. I think, oh, I think, I'm sure you have. No, I think I've always been more generous with ratings. Maybe in terms of movies, too. I think I maybe give too high praise of things. But I'm going to go just pretty sweet on this one. You know, okay. a, step, a step below you. That's fair. Um, only because I'll give you my rationale. Um, I, I, th- I think that first woman's War Games match is really, really good. I uh-huh. do. And then it just kind of, it's either like I'm not interested or like the matches weren't like solid enough. Right. And maybe me watching those old war games like set the bar too high for me. Because even the, the war games from three years ago, the NXT war games, that was really, that was a, that was an amazing war games match. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that final one, uh, the end of the night, I'm like, it's solid, but nah. And also emotionally, story-wise, I was into it. Although like, I'll say me not me not watching NXT weekly. You know there are times when I watch. When, when yeah, I, I saw that NXT Takeover show a few months ago, and I'm like, oh, I, I I got invested in those matches more, even even though I didn't know the story overall. So yeah, having said all that, yes, it's just a three out of five for me. You're pretty sweet. So still, wow. it's solid. But, shocker. Yeah, yeah, shocker. Oh, speaking of shockers, Survivor Series. Are we ready to jump into that? Uh, it's time, Marcelo. It is time. Let's get into it. The Survivor Series. Again, I had no idea, or maybe I forgot the fact that every Survivor Series now is just just a you know brand versus brand thing. It's always Raw versus SmackDown, right? Yeah. And now, but this year, give me some setup, Marcus, because you've been watching this stuff. So yeah, uh, past few years. Uh... I, I'd assume it's been for quite a long time. What, what what was it before? If it was not brand versus brand, did it have a specific gimmick, or was it just like, well, the, did it the, always have that five on five match or something like that? Yes, uh, their gimmick was yes, those matches, those five right. on fives. Right. I can't, you know, for the life of me, and maybe I should have, you know, went back to watch at least one old Survivor Series. Um, but I know there were. Like five on five matches, but I don't remember if they were elimination matches. Mm. I don't know. It, it was those p- matches that were the gimmick, right. and also, and also, the fact that back then, I mean, it was like still relatively newish. You know that a whole controversy. The was it the 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 Montreal screw job? So mm. you were you were expecting something to happen at Survivor Series, something controversial. Mm. You know, at least those. That's what I remember from the old Survivor Series. And when I say old, I mean like 97 through like 2001 or something. Right. So, All yeah. right. So 
Yeah, so like the last probably 15 years or 20 years, I don't know. It's been brand versus brand. It's been Raw versus SmackDown. It's been uh, those two uh, to, those two put on teams and fight each other. And the overall goal of the night is not necessarily you're trying to win championships or anything. It's, it's you're trying to uh, win bragging rights for your brand. Is Raw better this year or is the blue one better? And this year, they added another wrinkle to that. They added NXT for the first time ever. Now that NXT is, it's they are kind of making it a third brand, and it's definitely uh, probably higher notoriety than it's ever been. And uh, so, yeah, they added, and there's a lot of triple threats this year. They added, uh, like, the champions of all three brands fighting each other and the champions and whatever. And they still had, and the five on five became a five on five on five, <laughs> and uh, so that that was the gimmick this year, and uh, yeah, that's where we are mm-hmm. with NXT in the mix. It's now a three way, and we're all about three ways on marking the marks with Marcus and Marcella. <laughs> yeah, we're all about. Yeah, it. We'll, I'll say that we said that from the beginning. The first match of, and I should say this. <clears throat> I think I said that a lot, actually. I should say this. You think so, Marcus? Is that a catchphrase of mine? It's, it's one of your tips. <laughs> it's one of my six. One of my notable yeah, uh, but, deficiencies. But as here's a, why I like it. Uh, because I know that you're going to talk for a little bit. <laughs> and I can sit back and not do it. But. Just sit back for the next 10 to 20 seconds <laughs> yeah. and let me talk. Yeah. No, I should say this. Uh, I, I I tuned in like a, maybe an hour or thirty minutes before it actually started on the WWE Network app, and I was like, I, I, I thought it was late, but it was actually early. It started at six, and I jumped in like at five thirty or something, whatever. But I turned it on. I'm like, wait a second, there's stuff going on, and there's the former champion Kofi Kingston, you know, uh, 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 as part of the New Day fighting. The Viking Raiders and like the Undisputed Era. I, was like, I know these people. Mm-hmm. It it's the pre-show. It's not even the right. main show, right? I don't know. It's well, I mean, I it's maybe it's because I don't understand this pre-show stuff, Marcus. Why not just make it the main show? Um, I could not tell you. I, yeah, I you have a no good I, answer. The well, actually, I kind of do. This is like the official narrative is that. The the pre-show airs for free on YouTube. You, you don't have to have the WWE oh, Network to see okay. this. All so, right. like, their idea is you want to put on a match of some caliber to get you excited for the rest of the night and hopefully bump up their subscriptions for the night, their WWE Network subscriptions. And, uh, I mean, in that sense, I, I would think this match would get you really excited. But also, I think it sort of devalues the match a little bit. Like, even though it is being used as like the main thing to sell this whole thing, it's still the pre-show. It's still not the main show. And it does make them feel a lot less important. Uh, I never like, I always try to watch the pre-show, but I never uh, fret if I have to miss a half hour of the pre-show or if I have to go get food or something, I'm never like, Oh no, I got to watch the pre-show. Um, and but yeah, this this is uh, an interesting case because these are like 
three very, very big teams. Like these, these are the champions on all three brands. And they're just on the pre-show. And fucking Kofi Kingston was WWE champion two months ago or whatever. Yeah. But uh, uh, even so, even so, it being on pre-show and probably seen by less people, or uh, still they put on a hell of a show. It was really good. Really good match. And I'm sure, and maybe you can give credence to this, but I'm assuming there have been cases where, like, the pre-show shows matches are even better than like the actual matches. I, yeah, I I have not personally experienced it, but like two years ago, um, you know, uh, Pac Pack in uh, AEW Pack. I yes, P- yeah, I've heard. Yeah. yes, yes. He he used to be in WWE, known as uh, Neville, okay. and uh, he was on uh, Two Hundred Five Live, their cruiserweight show, and the cruiserweight. Uh, they are all, all but guaranteed to be on the pre-show. They'll always have a match, but it's 95% of the time it's on the pre-show. Right. And that was no different this year, by the way. They did have a triple threat on the pre-show for the cruiserweights. But uh, um, I've heard a lot of stories about how his matches on the pre-show, Neville's matches on the pre-show were like, blew away what was happening on the main show like every every time uh interesting yeah so <clears throat> well I, I i you've you've given some uh perspective on it i guess i i i didn't know really where this pre-show was airing and knowing that's now on like youtube and you know it's kind of like back in the day they had a sunday night heat uh, before pay-per-views and that was leading into the pay-per-views and kind of like uh, um, teasing you. It's like, hey, you could be watching the pay-per-view and uh, here's here's kind of what you can expect by uh-huh. watching these matches. So yes, uh, sure. But still, it's it's weird. It's weird. Um, so let's... Uh, we've briefly touched on the pre-show. Let's just jump into the main show. Right. Oh, and we, about, well, yeah. uh, I will say that the pre-show set it up... Uh, there were three matches on the pre-show, Raw 1-1, NXT 1-1, and SmackDown 1-1. So we went into the main show uh, where each brand was at one apiece, and they were tied. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Into the main show. That's what I was going to say. No, <laughs> I was, was going to say, just to add to your point, yes, yeah, so they keeping tally. Each brand is keeping tally of who wins what. And that's the thing, I guess. That's they're 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 seeing which brand has the most points right, at the end. Yeah. You know who wins these matches. Yes, the first match of the night big is one. is a big one. It's a it's the women's Survivor Series Triple Threat Elimination Match. Five right. on five on five. Five on five on five. To my on my let me see me count that. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Fifteen. Is that fifteen women? Wow. In one in one ring? Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. It's a, a lot of women. Set this up, Marcus. Set it up. Set the table. <laughs> Come on. Am I giving you a, a lot of things? Um, a lot, is this uh, a lot of pressure? There were fifteen women in this match. Five of them represent SmackDown, five of them represent Raw, five of them represent NXT, and they fight. I don't know if there's more. That was it. They fight. (laughs) It's an elimination match. If one of them gets uh, pinned or submits, uh, 
they are kicked out and but the team moves on without them uh that's about all i can say is set up i think that they they kind of built these in the past few weeks but not super heavily do you know what i find interesting what's that man uh it's the audience reactions um because nxt shows from what i've seen are different from wwe shows okay absolutely true and nxt shows the audience they have a a a different cadence or just energy than wwe shows right and you can definitely tell there are a lot of nxt fans in the audience right yes that's yeah that was fun you could sense they were on team nxt so sure sure and I uh, overall, I say I enjoyed this match very much. It has yeah. a lot of good turns and a lot of good uh, bouts between a lot of big stars. Uh, one one thing that's always fun about these matches is that they can set up like uh, oh these two people are in the ring at the same time. That's so cool because they've had shit for a while or they used to fight a lot or we want to see them fight. And so like, you just get a, like a little, like just a little teaser, a little taste of what could happen or what has happened. And it's happening again. You know, it's, it's like they, they put in these little matchups based on who's in the ring at the same time. And that's now, always fun to see. You know? Now, let me ask, well, I know, uh, they, 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 they talked about how triple H who, and you have to remind me now on, on, on the show, he's like the head of an XC, Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is he in real life? Is he like the head of NXT? Like yeah. He leads, he leads yeah. that. He, he's the Vince McMahon of NXT, where he's really behind the scenes, calling the shots, okaying everything. Got it. Got it. Vince McMahon doesn't do that for NXT. Gotcha. So yes, they made a big deal about like Triple H announcing the uh, uh, Survivor Series NXT team for I forget which match. Um, he he did it on like Facebook Live after NXT War Games, right? Um, so I'm assuming he's the one who picks the teams, I guess. Probably, but, yeah. Yeah, but who would pick? Who, who's picking the teams for like Raw and SmackDown? Who's making these, um, uh, decisions? They have a team captain for every team. Like uh, the captain of Raw was Charlotte. The captain of Rio was, or the captain of NXT was Rio. Captain of SmackDown was uh, Sasha Banks, and. So you'd think like maybe it's like a schoolyard pick thing or whatever, but it's really not like that. Like, uh, like somebody just comes up and says, I want to be on the team. And that's usually how they get on a team (laughs) or like they win a match one week and the person's like, damn, I got to have you on my team. And I mean, in reality, it's the writers. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that I mean, what you're like, asking? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I just wanted some context on like how these teams are formed. I, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Like Nikki Cross, she, I believe, had to win a match on a SmackDown to earn Sasha Banks's respect to be on the to be put on the team. Yeah, and then some of them, like Lacey Evans, I think she was just put on the team and with no explanation. So it, yeah. sometimes they set it up, sometimes they don't. Yeah, and like and, with the NXT one. That was literally like what you said. They they announced Triple H announced it on a live thing that a live stream on Facebook. Just announced the whole team one day before. Yeah, and the the men's team got announced in the pre-show ten minutes before the show started. Ah, I see. 
Uh, but yeah, no, I just want some context because, again, we could pull back and say, I don't want to use the F word, you know? Um, the, <laughs> I can't remember when I said it, if it was an episode or two ago, <laughs> where I said wrestling is F. Um, freaky. Freaky, exactly. <laughs> um, but I realize, yes, it's writers and they and mm-hmm. they, 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 they pick it, you know, just what makes a better story. But I was like, yeah, I'm interested in, like, on screen, like, how. You know, these teams come together because, uh, I mean, who could foresee, you know, members of, of, of a team, you know, turning on each other? Like, oh. It never <laughs> that, happened. It never happens. But I guess that's what makes this these uh, matches in- interesting, right? Yeah, it's people. Like, it can be people that you never expect a team together, and it can be a volatile situation. We saw that. Uh, during this match, like uh, Charlotte, Asuka, and Kyrie Sane were on the same team, and uh, those three ladies have not had the best history with each other. I mean, uh, Charlotte beat Asuka at WrestleMania, ended her 800-day undefeated streak, and uh, and her dreams of being women's champion. And uh, and more recently, Charlotte and Becky Lynch teamed to fight Asuka and Kyrie Sane for the women's championships. So, and they had a bit of a spat in the middle of this match. Uh, spat is a, yeah. is a perfect word, right? Yeah. Uh, they, uh, yeah, uh, they were like, what, four people left on their team and, or three, three people left on their team. And instead of banding together to take on the rest of the people, uh, Oscar said, uh, you know what? Fuck you. And just spit her green mist into Charlotte's face, which, uh, allowed Charlotte to uh, get pinned, made her vulnerable, and then Oscar just took off. Yeah, as a as a nice twist, as a um, sh- as a show of disrespect towards Charlotte. Yes, um, but yeah, I like this uh, this match overall. Uh, remind me because I'm watching the match now, and I'm I hate this WWE Network app because it. Terrible, does, right? Does not, does not allow me to skip ahead. Sign up for two free years. <laughs> sign up for two free years. <laughs> yes, using that <laughs> promo code we said earlier. Um, oh, yeah, I should mention again my new favorite, um, uh, uh, Rhea Ripley. Uh, R- can't say her name. Rhea Ripley uh, is here sure. doing doing her business. Yep. Uh, Captain, so, Captain Rhea. Yes, I'm, I'm very glad to see her. Um, but yeah, n- not, not just her, but like a lot of other superstars are doing some great stuff here. Uh, what else can we say about this match, Marcus? Uh, so we can get into the ending a little bit. It, it ended uh, uh, like, like probably like a third, a third of the way through the match. NXT looked hopeless because Io Shirai and Candice LeRae, both of them were involved in the war games match the night prior. Uh, they got taken out and it seemed seemingly on nothing. Like they just fell down or whatever and they were injured and, and you were just, you just chalked it up to well, they were hurt from the night before. So I mean, Io Shirai, she moonsaulted off the top of that dang cage. Oh yeah. So of course she might be hurt. But uh, so they got taken off to the back injured, injured, and so it looked hopeless for Team NXT. And when it finally got down to what was it, the final three? It was who was it? It was Natalia, Sasha Banks, and Rhea Ripley, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then all of a sudden. Uh, they came back. They were faking it. And uh, then it was three on one on one again. Yeah. And oh, what an exciting twist. 
Oh, yeah. And hey, good old Shaya Ripley. Rhea. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. You really said that. I really said that. Guys, you really said it. Guys, are you listening to this? <laughs> this fucking asshole's hosting a wrestling show. <laughs> uh, Ripley, um, believe it or not, she won the match, uh, and it was a it was a good victory. Did 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 she win? Did she just win two matches over two nights on two pay per views? That's right. She got the pin on both. Wow! And one of the commentators. And this, I don't know why this would, I don't know why this would shock me so much, but uh, they said that uh, uh, Ripley's only, well, like 23 years old or something. Yeah, she's one of the youngest uh, women that they have, and she's uh, already been, uh, she was the first ever uh, NXT UK women's champion, so she's already had a lot of accomplishments. She's already really good. She yeah. certainly, she certainly is the future of women's wrestling. Yeah. If that's if you're asking me, right? <laughs> Marcus, but don't take our word for it. Check her out. Yeah. Check her out. Check her out. <laughs> on, on She's the got a really Network. cool look, doesn't she? She does. Like her hair. She looks fucking awesome. Listen, I, I don't want to get into why. Well, she's a great wrestler first. Yeah. Off. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, uh, she's very appealing to me. That's all I'll say. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so let's move on. Let's move Great on. Great match, right? <laughs> Great match. Amazing match. Uh, who is next? Oh, yes, it's a triple threat match. Uh, s- s- set the table for this one, Marcus. Uh, we had uh, AJ Styles. Uh, this was this was like the mid card champions, you'd call it. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura versus Roderick Strong. They're all like U.S. champion, intercontinental champion, uh, North American champion. Um, uh, triple threat match. What a great match, huh? What a great one. Oh, yeah, this, this is fine. This was fine. I'm no, you didn't like it. I'm trying to remember this. this honestly, um, I just eaten a pizza, a whole pizza. So okay, no, yeah, uh, yeah. I just I just took the whole thing and like. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you rolled uh, it up and shoved uh, it down your mouth. Uh, Green Book style, just folded it up like a taco. And just I don't ate know that reference. I haven't seen that movie. You haven't seen? Oh, I'm sorry. I spoiled Green Book for you, I know. Marcus. Uh, but Vigo Mortensen uh, playing a big, big Italian stereotype uh, during one moment in the film gets a whole pizza, uh-huh. sits in his bed, takes the pizza from the box, folds it like a taco. And puts it in his mouth. You, you know, that sounds like best picture material. <laughs> that, me. that scene is why it won best picture. Yeah. Trust me on this. Okay. We're going to look back. You know, they're, they're going to go through every single best picture uh, right. winner, uh, you know, in, uh, 200 years from now. They're going to play a reel of all the best moments from every <laughs> single best picture winner. And the pick, the scene they pick from Green Book, is Viggo Mortensen, Academy Award nominee Viggo Mortensen, laying in bed, opening up a box of pizza, taking the pizza, folding it like a taco, putting it in his mouth. Sounds beautiful. Green Book. Now we should do a commentary on that. We so. should. God damn it! Mark in the Mark's commentary on Green on, Book. On Green Book. <laughs> Nothing would 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 depress me more. <laughs> 
So, match, right? Listen, this uh, match was fine. You know, uh, well, my point was I ate a, I ate a pizza and, and laid in bed and kind of relaxed. <laughs> oh, I, did, I did not take a nap, but I was like, very lethargic watching this sure. match. So, um, But it's solid. Now, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm rewatching it now on my other TV. And it's it's it was a solid match. Not yeah. not one that really excited me though. Hmm. But you like this match. Right? Yeah, I would say on paper this like just imagining what it could be, this was my very very closely followed uh my number one. Like it it was number two uh most excited for. Just because of what I know these people can do. And um I need to stop getting my expectations up because <laughs> I like, I still liked it a lot. I still thought it was really good, but, uh, for some reason, whenever I get my expectations up about, uh, AJ Styles or Shinsuke Nakamura match, they don't live up to it, but I still liked it a lot. Still thought it was very good. And they were given the time they needed. They still they had a lot of fun, uh, bullshit that they did and they wrestled and, uh, <laughs> they wrestled great time. Yeah. <laughs> they wrestled great time. Uh, remind me. I'm I'm trying to fast forward to the end of this match. How did this match end? I already forgot. One of them pinned one of the other ones. Oh, fantastic! No, on. yeah, Roderick won. He got a. That's right. The roll. I I literally just saw it. I've been playing. I know. We just we just, we just watched it like two hours ago. Yeah. Three hours ago. But I don't know. Roderick uh, got like a roll up on some. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what happened. I know what happened. I know oh, what thank God. Oh, AJ so, Styles. One of us knows. AJ Styles came in with a fluke. Uh, it came out of nowhere with a phenomenal forearm. Knocks Shinsuke Nakamura down. And uh, it looked like uh, AJ was going for the pin. But then out of out of nowhere, Roderick Strong runs in from the outside. That's right. Chucks AJ out of the ring and was like, steals his pin on Shinsuke. That's right. Okay, yeah. I yeah, I like that moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing, I'm seeing it now. Yeah, it's a good moment. Yeah. And the audience really got into it. Uh, because, again... I'm, I'm assuming a lot of NXT fans, and uh, another win for NXT uh, on the on the on the on the tally. So, yeah, it was, it was a good ending, right? Yeah, and uh, so from here we go into the next match, which uh, this one is not a triple threat. Uh, for really? some, yes, for some, yes, <laughs> really? for, some, for some reason the. The male top champions did not have a triple threat this mat this year, and um, I'm trying to figure out why that would be. I mean, it, it, what would it have been? It would have been Brock Lesnar versus the Fiend versus Adam Cole. Maybe that would have been a little weird. Like maybe uh, Adam Cole feels very out of place, or <laughs> you know, what I mean. But um, yeah, that how do you think that? I mean, more. Wait, uh, I'm sure it's not out of the realm of possibility that Brock Lesnar and The Fiend will fight in a match, right? Yeah, I'm 100% sure they will eventually. Yeah, they'll eventually do it. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about The Fiend. I have, I have things to say about The Fiend Yeah. once we hit that. Um, but yeah, I was, so I guess it's usually the case that there's a triple threat or there's a, there's a Raw vs. SmackDown right, match between the two champions, right? Yeah. That's usually what happens every year. Yeah. I'm asking. Yeah. Okay. 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 Sorry. Yeah. yeah but uh, but yeah. But um, how uh, again? Going back to NXT, uh, bleeding into these pay per views. Uh, how often has it happened where they've had an NXT championship on a pay per view of WWE? Oh, uh, hasn't been for years. For years. Wow. Yeah. This is the first time in a very long time, and 
So, yeah, so they didn't do that triple threat. So what they did was every champion got their own actual championship or match where the belt was on the line. Oh, excuse me. You're and, getting uh, emotional? <laughs> <laughs> and, well, is this the beautiful match? Um, th- this one was Adam Cole versus Pete Dunne, former right. NXT UK champion. Pete Dunne uh, won uh, the night before on War Games. That's right. He earned his spot to be here. Both of these men pretty beat up from what happened the night before. But that did not stop them from coming out here and having a hell of a fight. Going at and, it. Uh, really going at it for a long time and hurting each other pretty <laughs> bad. Going at it for a long time. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 14 minutes. <laughs> it's pretty. That's all it was. <laughs> That's all it was. It was 14 minutes. I I, I like that I have this information. The yeah, only you have those stats. The only right useful now. information I have ever is how long each match is. <laughs> <laughs> the only question. The the only question I can answer. The only thing I can provide is each matches length. So right. if you need to ask me, Marcus, anything, ask mm-hmm. me that. Okay. Well, 14 minutes and 10 minutes. 14 gonna, and 10 minutes. Sorry, gonna, 14 and 10 seconds. God I'm gonna, 14 minutes and 10 minutes. I'm going <laughs> to ask you, I'm going to ask you even more than that, though, Marcel. I'm going to oh. ask you, what do you think of this? This was solid. It's a solid, right? Solid. It was solid. I, I was rooting for good old Pete Dunn. Wouldn't it have been a wild time if he had won that shit? Would have been, been pretty pretty cool to see, but I I I I understand the appeal of Adam Cole. Are you an Adam Cole fan, Marcus? Uh oh yeah. Yeah? Big time? Big time. Big time. <laughs> I I think he's alright. I think he's good. I'm not yeah. I, I'm not but, like a huge Adam Cole fan. See when we talked about NXT for the first time. Uh, I believe this was on our last episode, but you told me that Adam Cole was like the one guy you had heard of before. Yeah. Uh, starting. So I thought maybe you had a built in love with him, but you're saying now that you think he ain't shit. <laughs> you know, um, in, in the last like three weeks or whatever, I've seen more Adam Cole matches than ever before. Cause I right. saw those war games, mm-hmm. um, uh, matches and this war games, pay-per-view and i don't know i i, I, I don't know that's surprising to me man because I I, I I can't describe why i'm not like a huge adam cole guy i don't know it, it, i don't know I, I think this dude is insanely impressive and like like i, I just love what he's doing and but uh but you know it's it's okay that you feel that way i guess no, you're severely judging me right now. <laughs> there, to to put it into words, I'll say maybe there's an air of arrogance to him, and I I I, I haven't seen much style, and Here's I haven't. Thing, Marcel, you got yeah. you got to take into account that this man is a is technically a heel. You're supposed no, to feel I, that way. About I him. get it, but okay, you can be a heel though and be like a legit like impressive wrestler. And I guess I haven't that, seen a lot to impress me. That's a you haven't seen a lot that impresses you. Not really, no. Wow. Okay. I, I, know, I, I definitely have stuff I could show you. That you yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, but like, <clears throat> I don't know. Like even just his willingness to do that batshit insane fall off the cage. No, no, that was that was before. pretty good. Like, um, and honestly, that's the that's the only thing I can point to that I was impressed by. 
sure. him taking that fall. But you know, you know what kind of ruined it for me? Um, the going back to that uh, first NXT War Games match I saw. He was in that. He was in that the the main event that War Games. Right, yeah. and, you know, uh, uh, you know, whatever believe- ten. 10 yeah, I believe he's, he's been in all three of them, actually. Yeah, and in that particular match, <laughs> two instances, um, uh, during two, two moments, he climbed up on top of the cage for whatever reason. The first time, I'm like, why is he climbing up in that cage? He's trying to escape. Then the second time, he just he just slid his way up on top of the cage for no reason. Uh-huh. <laughs> like a slug. <laughs> Okay. And I was just confused by it. Eventually, yeah. I mean, I think I, I can't remember. He either jumped off or like he did like a move or something from it. I don't. But for but for like ten minutes, seemingly he was just on top of that cage for no other reason. Okay. <laughs> so well, I don't understand. Well, what like let me ask you about. Maybe you won't be able to remember this, or Probably it's a not. specific move that happened in this match. That we're talking about the and I I I have it on screen so maybe he, he came off the top rope yeah uh, onto the apron on top of Pete Dunne and did a, it's called a Panama Sunrise where he like jumps on his back and then like flips him around in the air and they did that right onto the apron right do you remember that uh, kind of uh, he does cool shit like that I, I think that's a really great move. Okay. Uh, well, that's uh, ma- his ma- match with Ricochet. I should show you that one. That was yeah. like wild shit. Maybe, maybe there's just stuff I need to see from him, and I don't that's know. possible. I, I again, that moment where he's just sliding <laughs> up on top of that steel cage like a slug. Mm-hmm. Maybe that just ruined it for me for now. So I, I will turn you around on Adam Cole. Yes, t- turn me around on Adam Cole. All right. Okay. So oh, Adam Cole I, wins I, that match. I, I want to say something about Pete Dunne. Okay, go ahead. Um. Fighting with my family, the movie. Ah, yes, now yeah. on DVD. Yeah, there's uh, when Paige is uh, doing her training in the UK when she's like doing her tryout. Yeah, there is a character like the people in the background are like loosely modeled after wrestlers, and right. one of them is very clearly supposed to be Pete Dunne. And like, if you look at the two side by side, it's it's really funny. I'm gonna try to ah. find a picture of it and send it to you. Interesting. There you go. So Easter egg for. Fighting with my family. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Love the, those, like, uh, which I believe they're sincere affirmations. You go, sure. But I, some, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be a dick. <laughs> I am sometimes, some, sometimes it does not sound sincere. <laughs> it just sounds like you're saying, sure, whatever, dickhead. That's probably a problem I have. I don't know. <laughs> I am trying to be as sincere as possible on this show uh, all the time. And I love it so much. <laughs> that, I got to take d- off though, right? That now. doesn't sound sincere either. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I love this oh. show, Marcelo. I love doing this show with you. I think it's a great time. And uh, but yeah, I got to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you had me for most of that. Sorry. All right, let's talk about it. Well, okay. Adam Cole wins over Pete Dunne. Adam Cole retains the championship. Adam Cole, yeah, what a beast. And on to the next match. Uh, we mentioned previously that the singles top champions for the men, they all had their own singles matches. <clears throat> and uh, this next match is one of those matches. Uh, you've heard us talk about them earlier. It wait, is. Is it? Wait yeah, a second. Yeah. Well, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Is it future 
Golden Globe winner, The Joker. Future Golden Globe winner, The Joker. Future Oscar winner, The Joker. Yes. Future uh, Tony winner, Joker. He's going to go for that EGOT. This I year. bet he'll win Cannes next year. He's going to win Cannes next year. He's coming in hot. Yeah. Uh, the Joker, he shows up to defend his uh, Universal Championship versus uh, Daniel Bryan, a man that you've seen in the past be a heel. Uh, seems like this is his return to faceness. And, uh, <laughs> faceness. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, more of that red lighting. That seems to be the Fiend's trademark. Now that this is his third match with it, it seems like this is the future. Uh, creates an interesting vibe, doesn't it? It does. Let me ask you straight up, Marcus, since we're here on The Fiend, on The Fiend Show, uh, with uh, your host, The Fiend. Wow. My perspective is, and, and maybe, it'd be, it, maybe it's because somebody tweeted this, and I kind of thought about it, I'm like, Maybe I think that too. Is it maybe getting a bit too much with the fiend and this whole red lighting thing and his <clears throat> persona, or are you still on board with it? Um, I'm gonna say, no. Noticeably, during this match, I wasn't as fucking stoked to see him mm-hmm. as I was the first two or three times, but I don't think. I think maybe just the novelty's wearing a little bit, but that doesn't mean I don't think it's still super fucking cool. It's right, just I'm right. not getting those chills or whatever that I did get uh, before. Right. Um, I, I don't. I don't know how long until this gets old. It's right. not old yet, but it's not. Uh, it's not giving me those chills like I had the first few times. I. I wouldn't necessarily say it's it has gotten old, but I think it's on the verge of getting there more for me. Yeah. So I don't disagree. Yeah. Um. And it's telling to me that, I mean, I've seen Daniel Bryan in matches, right? Mm-hmm. And we've had that conversation about his persona and him being. He was the championship, and he turned heel, and then he lost. Yeah. And then he went into that nether world of like no plot line, right? He was on a he was on a pre show match for whatever pay per view, and now he's back on you know uh, fighting for the championship. Right. And there's a point in the match when everybody was seemingly on his side. Yeah. Daniel Bryan. And it was it was crazy how how much they were on his side and how i think just from my point of view how they weren't really into the fiend during this match i don't know sure. that was my perspective um, um i see how you feel how you feel that way i think it's less that like it's not like that these people really wanted daniel bryan to beat the fiend and wanted the fiend to lose it's more that the Daniel Bryan has the the Daniel Bryan has been uh, he's been a, like a heel for the last year or so, and he's been straddling the line of turning face again. And this really seemed like he's turning face. He's doing the yes pumps that people that made him like like super 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 crowd favorite uh, many years ago. And I think it's just people are excited to see that version of Daniel Bryan again. 
and he's just a really super good baby face where like it's just like so you want to root for the guy you want to see him win and i think that's a really big testament to him that he was able to get those crowd reactions versus this character the fiend who has like totally enamored most of the wwe universe and uh like people have been just absolutely in love with this guy and been loving all of his whole shit. But even versus that guy that everybody loves so much that Daniel Bryan was able to get those reactions. I think that's more of a testament to how good Daniel Bryan is than it is to people getting tired of the feed. I get you. I, I completely get that now, but uh, Hey, I, I was so on board with Daniel Bryan that I thought for a second, yeah, he might pull this off, but I knew yeah. my I knew my heart of hearts that was going to happen. I think yeah. that, that um, from my you know previous knowledge of wrestling, from what I've seen so far, I, I think they're going to ride the the fiend you know uh, Bray Wyatt train for a few more months, right? Maybe yeah. to maybe to WrestleMania. I'm sh- I'm sure he'll get to WrestleMania, and then by then. Uh, maybe they'll have found maybe somebody some some other babyface will have found uh, the secret formula or whatever that you have to have to take down the fiend. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. There's got to be some because clearly it seems like uh, he can take all this punishment and he never gets hurt. There's got to be some like mystical thing that somebody's gonna find that <laughs> really hurts so, this guy. So like a Gandalf sort of persona. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Like a wrestler comes up with like sorcery. Yeah. Is that wait or like an item from his past that haunts him? Oh, okay, we're, we, I'm 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 half joking, but are you half serious? I, that I mean, you've seen this guy, right? I mean, <laughs> they could totally do something like that. <sighs> okay, let's let's Roman go. Roman Reigns has to go up on the mountain and train in ways of sorcery to be able to. <laughs> <laughs> let's go all the way back to. When the other when the Undertaker was around, okay. Now, sure. Uh, <laughs> sure. Stay with me here. Uh, God damn, I was not being mean again. Was, <laughs> sure, yes, let's do that. Sure, I want to know Fine. about the Undertaker. What what about him? So I yes, I was watching when he was the phenom, and he was like he had that all he had he was he had that shtick of like he was the undead guy, and everybody bought it and. Uh, he was he was with that uh, one guy who was carrying around an urn, and you know uh, he was rolling back his eyes, and uh, it it worked, it did. Everybody yeah. bought it, right? Yeah. Even though, yes, we're, we live in the real world. Yeah. You know, there, there's no undead people. Um, and these people got buried alive, and they were, and they had that whole thing where the where Vince McMahon got involved, and like there's they had this like cult thing. It was super fucked up, but it worked. I don't know. From what I've seen here in this era of wrestling, the fiend is the weirdest thing, right? I don't honestly. I can't. It's hard for me to think of like more like weirder storylines in that actually in, involve sorcery or voodoo or magic. Is that too far out of the realm, Marcus? Or could somebody actually come in? We, we're joking around. But could, somebody, could somebody actually come in with magic <laughs> and fight the feet? <laughs> I, I think 
that that was a thing that could have happened 20 years ago. Right. Like, like if somebody had to do that to fight Kane or fight the undertaker or 10 years ago to fight the boogeyman, that <laughs> wouldn't have surprised me. Maybe that would surprise me here. I think again, more likely I'm, I'm going to put it, I'm going to put a bet down right now. I think somebody is going to find something from his past that, uh, whenever the fiend sees it, it wounds him like sister Abigail's, uh, lock of her hair or some shit or his mom's, uh, his mom's, uh, box of, uh, like a ballerina box thing. that wind it up. I don't know. It's going to be some item from his past that has an effect on him. Cause clearly this guy is, he is working like some, some kind of, uh, mystical way. Right. I mean, like, Seth Rollins did 12 stomps to him and every other person that takes him down in one in the fiend, he was able to pop back up from it. So I don't know. Well, well <clears throat> now that that's your bet that somebody will find like something from his past and that'll affect him. Yeah. I, I don't think that somebody's going to show up with a staff and shoot lightning bolts. <laughs> okay. I don't think they're um, going to do that. Cause it's a live show. They, they but- <laughs> have to do a lot to do that. <laughs> Let's take that off the table. Yeah. My my here's my bet. And you can put you can put me down for this for WrestleMania. Um his opponent at WrestleMania will be a wrestler who puts on the persona of a priest, of an exorcist. Okay. <laughs> and and he will use holy water and okay. an exorcism in ring to holy take water. down That's interesting. the fiend. <laughs> he will have a cross with him. And yes, that's how the fiend will be defeated. By, by way of exorcism. All right, so we've got our two bets down. There we uh, go. One of them is guaranteed to happen. I mean, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're both uh, uh, wrestling reporter professionals at the Aficionados. Aficionado- aficionados. Aficionados. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's the right word. Uh, we're experts at this point. We know exactly how the game is played. So, yes, take hold us accountable. One of these things will happen at WrestleMania. Um, and this, I'm going to play this clip during our WrestleMania episode and, you know, will astound our audience. <laughs> uh, but yes. Okay. This match. Um, pretty good, right? That's pretty good. <laughs> no, okay, honestly, I thought it was, I thought it was solid. Again, just to reiterate my point, <clears throat> maybe for me, it, the, the, the magic that I initially had is like not necessarily all gone, but. I I, it's wearing off. I I, I and I'll, I'll say it again. I was a fan of that Hell in the Cell match with uh, the Fiend and Roman Reigns. Sure. I was. I was. Yeah. You're, yeah. Sure. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> I think it's just funny now. <laughs> um, um, but no. But yeah. I don't know. I uh, I'm hoping at least for the next pay per view they add something else to this maybe 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 don't do the red lighting i don't know just make it a little bit different maybe shake things up you know uh i I don't know exactly what they could do for the next one but i think getting rid of the red lighting would be a plus because i think a lot of people don't like that yeah i think it it adds a a weird it adds a cool little layer to his matches but also i i'm over it yeah yeah let's let's cut the red lighting okay 
I thought it was cool for the Hell in the Cell. Because he, he, it does it, and he's clearly not going for fun. He's going for deadly serious and kind of scary. That's kind of the energy he's going for. Yeah. And I suppose he's getting that, but that probably would get old faster than not doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know exactly. I mean? Yeah. Um, but overall, that was, I thought it was solid enough. Okay. Yeah. I did. I, I, I liked uh, that Daniel Bryan was getting so much um, audience uh, yeah, reaction. Probably, probably the loudest the audience was the whole night. Was oh, yeah. Behind Daniel here doing the yes chance. So uh, I guess we'll, him on. So I guess we'll see more of this Daniel Bryan, right? I would assume, sure. Yeah. Yeah. In whatever direction it takes him. Because, I mean, honestly, do you foresee like a rematch? Or do you think this particular uh, plot line is through between uh, Bryan and uh, The Fiend? I bet The Fiend's on the different things. But that doesn't mean that, like, I, I think Daniel Bryan can easily, uh, you know, go for what, what they're on SmackDown. They can go for Shinsuke Nakamura or somebody like that. You know? Yeah. I think that's all we need to say about that match. Sure. Yes, let's go on. Let's to, go on to this to the other Survivor Series triple threat elimination so, match. Yeah, five you, on five on five. You heard us talk about the ladies earlier. This one's for the boys, all right? <laughs> <laughs> this was only for the gentlemen. Ladies, you can leave. Gentlemen, stay. That's right. Uh, this was Team Raw versus Team SmackDown versus Team NXT. Uh, five on five elimination match. Uh, solid, solid stuff. Really solid stuff. as a rock. Started off Walter in the ring. Uh, it was like the big men started off. Braun Strowman, Walter, and uh, uh, Drew McIntyre, the big hulking big guys. And the crowd got a kick out of that. And the crowd was like really super into Walter. And Walter got eliminated early, and they didn't like that. Um, and then it continued on from there. Lots of fun stuff. Lots of kind of like double crossing with uh, King Corbin. He uh, did things to deliberately hurt his team. Like uh, Mustafa Ali did something that got him eliminated uh, because he's a big crybaby or whatever. Um, Randy Orton doing those RKOs. Everybody likes that. Uh, Kevin Owens got eliminated really early. That was surprising. Uh, <laughs> kind of just keeping going here. <laughs> do, 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 do you want me to jump in? Because I can say, yeah, um, yeah. I think we'll much, talk about the end later. I want to talk about that, but um, I say overall, much like the woman's five on five on five. It's a lot of players that I recognize. Um, like uh, hey, that uh, what's his name, Keith Lee? Yeah, that caught my eye the night before. Yeah. Oh, he's he's back. He's back he, here. He got some great shit in this match, right? Like, oh, he's yeah. so awesome. Oh yeah, especially at the end, which we'll get to. Um, but yeah, I I like all again. I, I I'm sure you're used to it by now. But like you were saying earlier, yes these these matches these teams are put together. Um, in a way that yes, there'll be twists and turns within the team and. People will turn on each other, and some surprising things will happen. They're not just regular, you know, matches, you know, five yeah. on five tag team matches. So for I appreciate sure. that. It makes things interesting for me. So, yes. Um, can we talk about the ending? Or wait, no, yeah. I want to talk about this. 
why is Ricochet wearing a Batman Beyond outfit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I believe you tweeted something like saying, look stupid. I- no, I didn't say that. I go, why is this wrestling guy wearing a Batman Beyond uh, uh, you uh-huh. know, full jumpsuit? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, the answer to that is, I don't know. <laughs> but I think it's just because he's a nerd and he's a fan of these things. And they, they like call him the superhero or whatever. So I think he dresses up like superheroes. It's not the most original thing. There's a lot of wrestlers that do do this. Like Johnny Gargano, I think, does it best. Where he just has like an inspired outfit. He doesn't just fully rip it off like Ricochet has done. He did this whenever you last saw him. I don't remember what yeah. it was exactly. But he dressed like uh, Nightwing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's basically this, but in blue. And <laughs> this time he was dressed as Batman Beyond, right? Is that what it was? That I mean, that's my understanding from the yeah. the, the, the red and black color. Yeah, one of the animated shows. Yeah. Um, anyway, yes. Dude um, likes Batman. Dude likes Batman. Uh, isn't Ricochet a, a Batman villain, or am I just making that up? I don't know. <laughs> oh, um, what's his name? Uh, Feet guy. He got that win over. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Matt Riddle. Yeah, Matt Riddle. Now Riddle, that's a Batman villain. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, he got that win over good old Randy Orton, which I appreciated. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Keeping that silence in, that was a good silence. Um, now, wh- but- wh- what I like, real quick, I'll say, when the NXT guys win over established WWE players, is I, I like those moments. Yeah, it is cool, right? It's kind of like uh, not necessarily the underdogs, but like the the new the new people are here, and it's that's fun to see, right? You got to root for them, exactly. And uh, I will say this surprised me, but uh, I let's get into the ending. I just absolutely loved how they treated Keith Lee here. Yeah, like like he was a super important guy. Like he was. It was. It came down to Seth Rollins for Team Raw, Randy or um, Roman Reigns for Team SmackDown, and Keith Lee for <clears throat> NXT. And uh, and uh, he really not only held his own, but he like uh, got a lot of his own offense in, and ended up eliminating Seth Rollins. Crowd was going absolutely nuts for him. Uh, They're doing lots of fun stuff. That was an awesome moment and like a really, really cool uh, showcase for like how good this guy is and like maybe uh, setting him up for to be an even bigger star in the future. Um, and I thought that was just so cool for him because he is really good and he's one of those uh, big guys that uh, uh, does like lots of uh, athletic things and he got to show that off. So jumping around like a like a two hundred. 200- pound man when he's like 350 or something yeah yeah i liked him yeah and he's like he was like uh, one of the last three <clears throat> right with uh yeah roman, roman reigns and seth. and seth yeah but hey he didn't pull off the victory but he did he did eliminate seth rollins though. he did he, he eliminated seth rollins that was impressive but you can't take down the big dog am i right no can't i mean we've said that before the big dog can't be taken down. That's, that's our catchphrase put, on the show. Put down, yeah. can't, you can't put down the dog. Nope. You can't put it down as much as you try. Uh, but yes, Team SmackDown wins. 
Uh, where does that leave the three brands at this point in the night? So, yeah. Um, uh, um, previous to this, <laughs> it uh, NXT has been pretty heavily dominating, but with this win, thanks to Roman Reigns, they have a chance not to win the whole night. That's already lost, but... Uh, now SmackDown Raw's out, but SmackDown has a chance to tie the night with NXT at one to three to one, right? Or one to four to one? Yes, one Raw is at one. Uh, one SmackDown, three, two. yeah, SmackDown is at two, and NXT is at three. That's right. Yes. And, so, uh, yeah. Will they win? We'll find out at the end of the night because up next, after this match, is another championship match. It's the last of the nights. Lesnar versus Rey Mysterio. Very exciting. Uh, I'm excited. <laughs> no holds barred match. No holds barred. And we not previously talked that, about not this. something that you associate either of these two men with. No, 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 no. But it's it's uh, this had to happen because we did talk about it in the last episode, I believe. Uh, Brock Lesnar destroyed. Uh, uh, Ray Mysterio and his son on TV, live on TV. Yeah, um, and again, pretty his, bad. Yeah, his son is not like a like a five year old boy. His son's like a man. Mm-hmm. So don't make that mistake. Uh, Brock Lesnar didn't, uh, uh, you know, suplex a five year old boy. He he fought Ray Mysterio's adult son. Would been good if he did, though, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, would you be surprised that? Uh, but no, that this horrible man, Brock Lesnar, that he do something so uh, wretched? No, I would not no, be surprised. He'd take a five year old and just slam him to the mat? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, obviously, He's sick. It's, he he has no he has no holds, Bart. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this match. Of course, Rey Mysterio's upset. He wants to beat up Brock Lesnar, and like he he's been holding this pipe, you know, through these interviews saying, I'm going to beat up Brock Lesnar. With this pipe, yeah. With this pipe. This pipe here. <laughs> I'm going to hit him with the pipe. Can I hit him win. with the pipe? Does he hit him with the pipe, Marcus? Um, well, let's get into it. The match starts, and Rey Mysterio tries to hit the man with the pipe, but the man says no. And, and you're not going to hit me with this pipe. And then and it looks like, and from here, it looks like a, a classic Brock Lesnar just uh, dominates everything match like we've seen so many times. And Rey Mysterio, he's getting thrown around and treated treated like a little rag doll. And and we're all crying and we're sad that our hero Rey Mysterio is losing and and losing terribly too, not getting any offense in. But here's the thing that turns it all around. Uh, the you previously mentioned uh, Rey Mysterio's son Dominic. I did. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's back from the grave. And, uh, he, he died. He did die, and <laughs> he's back from the grave. <laughs> I mean, we 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 didn't mention that uh, Brock Lesnar murdered Rey Mysterio's son. <laughs> it was horrific, but yeah, uh, that is what happened. And but uh, he's back from the dead. Uh, Undertaker dug him up and <laughs> brought him back. It's a hell of a, a hell of a plot point that we failed to mention. And what this and what this uh, young son of Rey Mysterio uh, wants to do is he comes in, and he's thrown in the towel, right? He's got a big white towel, an absurdly big white towel, by the way. 
watched, it's an absurdly big I watched uh, Creed 2 recently, and they, they, they were, like, talking about throwing the towel a lot. And they just had, like, a little hand towel. This was, like, a bed sheet. It was a bed <laughs> And I... I think he actually had a bed sheet. I think he looked around the the, uh, the locker room. He goes, "Guys, is that is there not a white towel here? That's that's you know uh, 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 not absurd size. No, okay, I'm gonna take this bed sheet that I found. We do have one of those. We have, we have um, plenty of bed sheets, but not a small towel. But, anyway. uh, but yeah, Dominic came in. He was like down on his knees, pleading, uh, "Please don't hurt, Daddy." Yes, you could. The the, the closed caption said, "Please do not hurt Daddy." <laughs> but this was actually a clever ploy. Uh, this was distracting Brock Lesnar, looking at this pathetic little kid, uh, laughing at him, while Rey Mysterio, in the meantime, was grabbing his lead pipe, standing up, uh, shaking off his injuries. And going to town, uh, he, he comes up and goes to town on Brock Lesnar with that lead pipe. And from here, uh, these two people they really uh, they really turn the match around. Uh, that's a uh, no no holds barred, no disqualifications. So uh, Dominic is allowed to come in and help his uh, his father. And boy, does he! Uh, Brock uh, Ray hits him with the pipe while uh, Dominic goes out and gets a chair and hits Brock with that. They do this fucking awesome uh, double six one nine. That was so cool. I love that. Brings you to tears. And uh, but um, unfortunately, Marcelo, uh, oh, I don't no. think it was enough. Oh no! No. <clears throat> Are you telling uh, me that Brock Lesnar murders Rey Mysterio's son again? Well, thank God it didn't come to that, but. Uh, Brock Lesnar does get the upper hand somehow. He does take out Dominic and uh, he goes back to Ray and suplexes Ray and does an F5 or whatever. And uh, yeah, even though it looked like uh, maybe Ray and Dominic together could take down the beast, uh, turns out uh, he could not. And, uh, it was not beast. to be. No, but, and the beast prevails. Uh, of course, uh, what what was he? Cain uh, Velasquez, uh, the big guy that Brock Lesnar is afraid of, and uh, is like Rey Mysterio was his godfather or something. What'd you say he was? Yeah, his godfather. Yeah, his go- yeah. Uh, he didn't show up and help. Uh, that would have been nice of him. That but I guess been, guess he didn't want to. You know, he was busy. I guess. Yeah, he had to do laundry or something. Now, wait, 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 but, we we mentioned. Crown Jewel, but we didn't mention that Brock Lesnar fought, and I already know this because of the video package before the match. Brock Lesnar fought him, right? Uh, what's his name? The Godfather? The uh, boxer? Cain Velasquez, yeah. The boxer, uh, the MMA UFC fighter. USC. Um, Velasquez, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they fought at Crown Jewel, and yeah. uh, uh, Brock Lesnar lost. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, that was, or no, Brock Lesnar won. Oh, yeah, sorry, Brock Lesnar yeah, Brock won. Lesnar sorry. tapped him out. It was like a minute and a half match. Yeah, um, but uh, Velasquez is that his name? No, I don't. Yeah, Kane, Kane Velasquez. Kane yeah. Velasquez uh, fought at Crown Jewel and lost. Right. Um, as far as we know, Velasquez is still in Saudi Arabia, being held hostage by <laughs> Saudi Arabia. He's the one they couldn't get out. <laughs> He's the one. Vince, Vince McMahon had to make a deal. Mm. It's like, please let my other guys go, but keep Kane Velasquez. Yeah. So maybe that's why he didn't show up tonight at Survivor Series. Um, but um, last thing we should mention about this match. Uh, 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 Rey Mysterio's attire. How would you describe it, Marcelo? Oh, 
do I even I, do I even remember what it was? Uh, I gotta fast forward. Well, Rey Mysterio's faint. Like the well, he has Lucha, a mask. Yeah, he has. He wears a mask, uh, like a lot of luchadors. But unlike a lot of luchadors, uh, Rey Mysterio's mask is not so precious. It's been ripped off his face a few times, and he he likes to get a new one and bring a new one out for like every match he has. Uh, this mask had a green mohawk. He was wearing oh. uh, ketchup pants and like a mustard top um not unlike a certain character oh my god you know what <sighs> red clown knows i not unlike I, a certain I, character I, oh, listen i know what you're saying marcus yeah and i don't even want to say it because we've said it plenty of times and honestly every time i say it it scares me <laughs> you, you're worried that we might summon something yeah, because so. we've we said it so many times, and I'm afraid he's listening. <coughs> I'm afraid he's gonna send. I think he might have poisoned you. I think that cough you just coughed is just <laughs> just, just a signal that he's poisoned you. He knows where we are. He's gonna send his his posse to find us. His his clown army. Um, I'm afraid that he's infected Rey Mysterio, and now Rey Mysterio is on the Joker's side. So. Uh, We've lost Rey Mysterio. It's very sad to see. And like, even like, like, you know, we, we were rooting for him. And when Dominic came out, we were like all cheering, like, yes, do it. Beat the man. But in hindsight, if Rey Mysterio has already been infected, we can't have a man like that. No. The WWE championship. There's no telling what he would do from there. Exactly. We don't want a clown in the white house. Is what I'm saying. That's right. Um, so you want to move on or what? <laughs> that was honest. Uh, that's the most honest reaction I've heard from you. <laughs> All right, the final match of the night, the one that will either tie up things between NXT and uh, Smackdown. SmackDown or not. It's Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch versus Bailey. Uh, each of which are the champions in their respective brands. So that's correct. So, um, what did we uh, do? I mean, well, uh, that's all set up. We need, right? So let's talk about the match. Uh, Bailey came out dressed as Cleopatra. Um, uh, what's going on there, Marcus? What's sure. happening? Not sure. <laughs> it's just, it's, uh, oh, uh, is it, it, uh, do I, do I, do I, do I need to cancel? Bailey, I know. It, no, it, it's on. It's no. on the. It's on the verge of being maybe a bit problematic. Right? On the verge, I suppose. She's uh, she's she's not uh, white though. She's half Mexican. But um, does that make it okay? No, it doesn't. Doesn't mean she's Egyptian. <laughs> but I know. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't think it's. Is it? I, guess I actually, I actually, say, but I actually, I actually don't know either. I don't think I, it's for either of us to say, really, but. Maybe it's for somebody to say, but to me, it feels like very much on the verge. It's close. But of I something. I don't of, think it's bad. I don't think it's bad. It looked kind of cool. It, it was weird. It was weird, man. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Bailey came out dressed um, in ethnic attire, and <laughs> um, good old Shayna Baszler shows up. Queen of Spades, they call Queen, her. Yeah, yes, that's right. She's Queen of Spades. Shana, um, uh, came came not out to the ring, but she would came from backstage. Uh, 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 helped out or whatever, walked with uh, 
fellow four horsewomen of UFC, uh, Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir. That's right. Yes. Her best friends or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and we should say that apparently she's friends with, um, what's her name? Uh, uh, Ronda Rousey, the star, fourth four horsewoman. Star of Charlie's Angels, Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> she, has a, she has a cameo in it, which is oh, weird. Boy. Um, I, I didn't appreciate Odd it. Odd choice. Odd choice. <laughs> choice? <laughs> it's not a choice. She just happened to, she just appeared on her own. <laughs> she forced herself in the movie. Elizabeth Banks didn't want it, but it came. She came the, ca- anyway. the, the cameras were on, and, and Elizabeth Banks is like, well, I, I mean, I can't delete this scene from the movie. I, that's not my power to do so. <laughs> so Ronda Rousey is now in the movie. So, yes. Um, anyway, let's not talk about Ronda Rousey anymore. Um, but yes, apparently Shayla Baszler is friends with Ronda Rousey, and I've heard that many times throughout the, throughout the show. Yeah, the pay per view. It's like, hey, by the way, remember when uh, 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 Becky Lynch uh, pinned Ronda Rousey and like, oh, there's like some bad blood between Ronda Rousey, right? Well, obviously Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch, but also Becky Lynch versus um, Shayna Baszler. Now, let me say this, and I'll toss to you. On the face of it, I I I didn't know this was going to be the main event, but on the face of it, it felt like a very much it felt very much like a main event event. Yeah, I mean, I understand that these women are. There's a reason why they're the champions. They're at the top of their field, right? You know, I I think they make. It seems like they would make for a good match, a triple threat. But I'm I'm gonna say this is. If I if if I would have picked what would have been the final match of the night, this would not have been the final match of the night. Um, on paper, this was the thing that excited me the most. Thinking like Shayna Baszler, Bailey, and Ronda, uh, Ronda, uh, Becky Lynch, like three of the people I love the most, like probably my top three women's wrestlers right now. Like them in a triple threat, that sounds fucking incredible. And this is a night where there's five matches that can conceivably be the main event. Right. And, uh, and, um, this is the one that I was pulling for to be the main event, and I was happy it was. But having seen it, maybe it shouldn't have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, See, that's, that that's my point exactly. Like, I, I yeah. would think this. I think I would think this would have been a, a great way to end the night. Yeah, yeah. But now yeah. seeing it, I'm like, uh, I. Now here's my thing: was this actually not the best match, or was it just because the crowd was not into it? Because the crowd was not into it. They you were know, I, pretty silent for a majority of it. Honestly, and this is something we haven't really talked about. We've talked about the crowd and their reaction, right? And even right. on this episode, I've talked about it. Yeah. But let me let me let me kind of do a deep dive on it. Subconsciously, now I'm realizing that the audience plays a role, right? If they they're into it, do, yeah. yeah. If they're into it, I'm into it. And yeah. I, I, I'll be honest. Um, I during this match, I did hear. At least one guy started a chant uh, of boring, boring. Did you? I didn't hear that. I didn't I hear that it. one, but I think I heard a CM Punk, which is <laughs> the same thing, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, which uh, quick, um, quickly describe why that would be a, a, a chant. 
Yeah. Um, uh, former, like very top star, like most popular guy in the company. And he left this. Actually, you know what? I forgot to put this on the news. Uh, there is big CM Punk news, actually. Oh, well, we're, we're going to break in breaking news here on Marking the Marks. The Marks uh, well, of anyway, former former WWE champion, like the most popular guy. Crowd fucking loved him. And uh, he quit wrestling entirely, quit WWE uh, for a few reasons. He wasn't super happy about his placement. Uh, didn't like that old guys were being put above him. Like Kevin Nash or something at the time was having a big, big, uh, what's the word? But he Re- was being revival? used. Revival? Yeah, uh, being used over him. Okay. And um, like that was something he didn't like. Also, like they found a like a really terrible cyst or something that could have ended his life. And WWE doctors didn't find it. And he was mad about that. Um, but, uh, but anyway, so then he left not only WWE, but the wrestling business as a whole. And people kind of use that against WWE to like, if anything bad is happening or something that the crowd doesn't like, they'll chant uh, CM Punk as a, especially in Chicago. Cause he's from Chicago and was super loved there. Um, they'll chant CM Punk is like just a confirmation of like tell, uh, just like a way to say boring or we don't like this or bring this guy back or you fuck this guy up and you're fucking yeah. up. Yeah. Um, anyway, CM Punk recently <laughs> made his grand return to not exactly WWE, but basically WWE. So like ah. he's been, he's been like teased as like, Eh, maybe he'll wrestle or uh, maybe he'll go to AEW. Maybe he'll come to WWE again. And that's what ultimately what people would want from him. But instead of doing that, they have him on WWE backstage, which is <laughs> on Fox sports one. And it's like, uh, it's like, uh, uh, it's like a wrap up show or like what happened on the week on WWE. Ah, okay. And it's technically disconnected from WWE, but not really. I mean, it's it's technically run by Fox and not WWE, but also it's like got like Booker T and Page and people like that on it that can't wrestle anymore, but they can do like color commentary about what happened over the week. Yeah, so CM Punk is is like commentating, is like talking about WWE yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So and, yeah, and like his big thing was, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to take it easy. I'm going to, I'm going to say the truth. And basically what it amounted to was like him saying, Hey, Seth Rollins should stop tweeting. It wasn't, it wasn't as vicious as he made it out to be, (laughs) but that's what he's doing now. Not wrestling. Maybe he'll become it again. Maybe they can turn it into a more working relationship. I don't know. That's what he's doing now though. But it's just a, we'll, we'll we'll see sort of thing. That's what it sounds like anyway. So that's what a CM Punk chant is. So yes, there we go. Back that to what that. we were talking about. Anyway, yes, yes, the audience reaction plays a part. Uh, I I don't necessarily think about it a lot, but yeah. it does play a role. And maybe you're right. Maybe it plays a role in this. The audience. What? 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 I mean, come on! Like, should they be more into it? I don't know. Yeah. I, I I don't know what's going on with this audience in particular. I, I all all you can put it on is. Like the biggest thing for me is like, like I said, there were like five or six matches that could conceivably have been the main event. 
And they have already seen all of those matches and they've been going nuts for all of those matches. And so maybe they're worn out by now or they didn't, yeah. or like they'd been there for some of them probably been there for six, seven hours. Not, <laughs> not that the show was that long, but you know, they get there at the parking lot or whatever, or they're getting their, uh, they're at the snack, uh, place getting their, uh, cheese its or whatever. They get. <laughs> <laughs> they're at the snack place getting their cheese its. Yeah. So. And, and I, I, I'd be tired too. If I was at the snack place getting cheese its, <laughs> <laughs> I would. I'd be very. I'd be upset. Where are the Cheez-Its and where is the snack place? <laughs> are you Are you telling me that this is called a concession stand and I can only buy hot dogs? Where are the Cheez-Its? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, they, they had all these hype ass matches and they were going nuts for all of them. And maybe this is the one that they didn't feel exactly that strongly about, or. Uh, they were worn out. Like, well, maybe I bet if Brock Lesnar had lost and Rey Mysterio had won, they'd have been in a lot happier mood mm, and had yeah. given this more respect. Yeah, but like what you said is true. Like, I think crowd reaction absolutely plays a major role in, like, not even your perception of the match, but like how good the actual match is. Like yeah. if people are loud and chanting for people, that that really does add so much to a match that you don't even realize it until it's not there. And like like what happened here, like it, I think what they were doing was a okay and pretty good, but uh, because of the crowd just not being into it for whatever reason or being tired or like ran out of cheese it's and they're a little cranky <laughs> they didn't they're they're uh they didn't want to they didn't want to be super loud for this and it brings everything down a little bit yeah um and i will say <clears throat> I, uh, I will say at least maybe bailey for me was a bit off on this match do you think so um i think uh, just a bit just a bit like she, like she missed one or two moves and mm. I don't know. Maybe she she's not the right fit for this triple threat. I don't know. But she's a yeah. champion, so she has to fight. So I don't know. Um, I, I maybe it's just me thinking. Also, I would have preferred to see like Becky Lynch go one on one with Shayna Baszler. To see yeah, that's that's yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's the more interesting uh, 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 fight between sure. those two. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess my point is like maybe Bailey was just 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 um, you know odd man out, so to speak. So that's fair. Um, but yeah, it was 18 minutes and 10 seconds. Um, that's about all I can say about this match. <laughs> uh, Shayna, yeah. Baz- Shayna Baszler wins the match. And that, yeah, that came out of nowhere for me. Like I, I wasn't really? looking at the screen and then I heard, uh, the bell ring and I was like, Oh, what? <laughs> it, uh, yeah. How'd you feel about that ending? Like, well, and I guess overall now, like uh, NXT wins. NXT is four to uh, SmackDown's two, and then Raw's one. How do you feel I, about that? I think that's the right move. I think, um, I think establishing them is like a more serious uh, threat, something to be taken more seriously. I think that's absolutely the right move. Um, yeah, that's that's how I feel. I think NXT should have won. I'm glad they won. Yeah. Um, so now, are we gonna see? I'm, are we gonna see a big ratings bump for NXT now? See, that's possible. Weekly like, show. Maybe that's what this is. Is like, uh, 
wow, they, they, they beat all our raw stars and our SmackDown stars. Maybe we should watch this one. Yeah. And, and they can pump that up on TV. And, so we'll, yeah, we'll see in the weeks to come. Uh, you're going to keep track of all the ratings, right? Uh, Marcus, the, the, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big ratings head. I really the, freak about it. You know? The, the Nielsen ratings, the streaming ratings, Not all of it, the, the, the demographics, like the 18 to 49, who was watching what? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the key demos, as they say. Yeah. All right. So that's survivor series. <laughs> uh, do we want to rate? Are, are we at the end? Do we do we want to rate this pay per view? I suppose where it's about that time. Um, it's about that time. Marcelo, gonna go back to the page. Should I go first this time? Since you went first last time. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you do that? Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like I go first every time. I want to hear what you say. Yeah, uh, I, I put you in the corner. So something some to put me in the corner. All right. Yeah. So. I'm looking back at this thing. Uh, I mean, I'll say I had a good time overall. Mm-hmm. I did. Um, this is me talking through it through it because I I like to do that. This is going to be tough because I'm I'm between two, um, I, and I don't want to do like a like a like a half you know rating like a in like in between. I have to choose between two ratings. Uh, it's gonna be hard. Um, oh boy, oh boy, I oh boy. This is this this might be the hardest one to rate for me. But I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna say it's pretty sweet. A three. A three out of five. Damn. Now, it's really a three point five out of five. Okay. Okay. It's uh, it, it it it's almost too pretty dang dope. <clears throat> And here's okay. Here's my rationale. I think I have. A, I think I have a good reason. The mm, the championship matches, I think, are key to this uh, because I think they were just okay overall. Those championship matches. Interesting. Yeah, like for me, and also the main event. The main event has to also be like, yeah, it has to factor in. Yeah. And maybe, and maybe you know, one thing. Maybe okay. I'm gonna take a wild stab. Maybe one reason why people weren't into the final match is like there's nothing on the line. It wasn't a championship match. That's true. That's very yeah. true. Um, so maybe that's why I wasn't invested in it too. It's like, well, the most okay. that could have happened was that SmackDown would tie. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. So if if something were on the line, I'd be more into it. I'd be uh, much more invested in it. Um. But yeah, and and the other championship matches were just like okay, fine. It uh, there were it was everything was everything happened that I expected to happen. Really, the, the the only you know high high marks were like the um, the big Survivor Series triple threat matches. Um, but yeah, that's it for me. That's three out of five. I mean, it's still solid. It's it again. It could easily go to three point five, but I have to I have to make a decision, and I go with pretty sweet. So that's my that's my rating for this. Mm-hmm. pay-per-view what about you marcus um all right so i i almost want to say i almost want to go all the way but i'm not going to i'm going to hold myself back a little bit because <clears throat> when i look at this and when i think about it 
Like we don't count. We don't take pre-show into account. No, we but, absolutely never. No. Hell no. Hell no. No. It doesn't count. It doesn't how, count. How dare you even and, consider it? No. Yeah. But so when I look at it, like I, I, I love the women's team raw match or team, the women's team match. I thought that was great. Yeah. Uh, I thought the triple threat um, mid card people match. I thought that was wonderful. I thought Adam Cole versus Pete Dunne. I liked it a lot more than you did. Yeah. Fiend versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, I didn't love the match, but I thought like uh, the moments where everybody was super into Daniel Bryan. I thought like hell yeah, this is great. I uh, can't get any better than that. Uh, the the men's uh, five on five. I thought that was just so good. So many awesome little moments in it. And Brock Lesnar versus Rey Mysterio. It had this great. Great, great, great uh, story being told with it. I loved all the stuff with Dominic. I was like just freaking out, like, holy shit, he could do this. And so I love that match. And the only one that really gives me pause is the main event. And I'm not I'm not saying I dis I did not dislike the main event, but like you said, if the crowd's not into it, it's hard for you to be into it. Very hard for you to be into it. And um that that one match does bring it down, I think, from a totally rad to a pretty dang dope. But I could see myself rewatching parts of this in the future and possibly going up. I, I could I could see my appreciation for this going up in the future. Yeah. But I'm gonna leave that space. That is for the future to 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 have. Oh, and the future is bright, my friend. This is this is a pretty dang dope pay per view. Four out of five. Yeah. And I mean, and even the points you bring up make me th- make me reconsider mine. But I'm going to stick with my with my original score um, with Pretty Sweet. It's Do pretty it. close or pretty dang dope. But I will stick with Pretty Sweet. So again, another pay per view in which I rate things uh, rate something lower than you. I don't think it happens that often. Um, but that's it. Maybe I'm, I'm maybe I'm feeling the uh, maybe I'm being too much of a critic now uh, of wrestling. You know. No, uh, no, no. You're not I'm, being too much of a critic. I'm looking at it at a more uh, analytical way than I used to. I'm changing, so I'm saying, Marcus, I'm not the same wrestling fan I used to be. Well, we all change, don't we? We all change, and that is the that is uh, the the uh, one of the uh, worst things about being alive. <laughs> and on that note, it was a great episode. Uh, <laughs> great. <laughs> Two and a half hour almost episode of a podcast. Yeah, baby. Uh, yeah, but I'm not cutting anything out. This is all staying in. No, yeah. no way. Um, this was so good. This was good. This is it was it was nice podcasting with you again, Marcus. Nice catching what, up. Yeah, what a great chat. I always love our chats. Oh, I almost forgot. What? Most important question I always ask you, and you're always prepared for. Oh, when's God. the next pay per view? <laughs> Um, December 15th, uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, tables, ladders, and chairs. Ah, yes. Uh, how, uh, why, fucking, why did you, why did you know that off that. the bat? Uh, because I, um, I live in Iowa, right? Yes. Uh, uh, I suppose, Marcel, you'd call it flyover country. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> but, but if you look at the map, um, Iowa is pretty close to uh, Minneapolis. It's it's only a few hours drive away from me, and so I could conceivably go to tables, ladders, and chairs. And I have I have considered it, 
and I've ultimately come to the conclusion that I'm probably not doing that <laughs> because uh, another thing about living in Iowa is that uh, winters are terrible. Oof. And uh, there is so much of a chance that uh, some snow will fall on December 14th and I will be absolutely fucked on my drive up there. Oof. So not, gonna, not in the cards for me. Not in the cards for no. you. That's that's too bad. But uh, it's really sad. But I will go on. You will, <laughs> uh, and we will talk about it on the Christmas edition of this podcast. Yes, we'll talk yes. about marking the marks. Uh, I'm sure we've got other fun things in the works, right? So, um, I mean, we're, we're we're coming up on a year of talking wrestling. Marcus, um, yeah, because we talked the Royal Rumble last year for my podcast, uh, and Royal Rumble, correct me if I'm wrong, is in January, isn't it? That's correct, yeah. That's correct. And we've been talking behind the scenes about the future of this show. I'm not going to reveal anything just yet, but stay tuned. I'm sure, you know, people will be excited. I hope they'll be excited. (laughs) It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be great folks. And you're all going to love it. And, uh, uh, I can sense that you're going in for the clothes here, Marcelo, but before we do that, uh, yeah, more uh news? I, no, I got to open up the mailbag, you know? Oh, okay. Gotta, All right. Okay. I, I mean, it, it's that part of the show, uh, before plugs, we have to, we have to see what's going on with the marking the marks universe as, as I like to call them. Okay. Um, yeah. Our, our, our fans, uh, the marking the marks universe. What do our fans on Twitter, uh, via email? I'm assuming on Facebook, on Instagram, on Snapchat, on TikTok, MySpace. All these, all, all these avenues, you can contact us on. What do they have to say? Open up that mailbag, Marcus. Right. So, um, <laughs> so we have a great message here. Okay. So we actually do. We do have a message here from we, from we a have, fan of the show. Wait a second. Are you? Are we you, do. Uh, pulling my leg. I'm not pulling your leg. We do have a real message here from a real fan of the show. <laughs> now, now, now. Okay. Um, every time we've done this, it's always been a gag. There's always like a spam email that pops up, or like, uh, <laughs> or, or or that email that pops up that says, "Congratulations for opening up your email." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, but you're saying you're telling me this is legit. We actually have a real message from a fan, Marcus. Yeah. So I'm going to open up the mail, uh, the Gmail right now. Okay. Which uh, you can email us anytime at uh, tfswrestling at gmail dot com. Um. Uh. So it looks like uh, some guy named Tariq. T a r i q. T r i t a T A R I Q. Yes, yes. Tariq. Tariq. Yes. Um, he has signed us up using our email, or he has signed himself up using our email for something called Sweatcoin, <laughs> which turns which uh, turns his exercise into money. I think. I guess. <laughs> Tariq, Tariq, thank you so much, Tariq, man. I mean, you you keep you keep you keep putting those steps on that uh, on on that app. 
Yeah, it um, looks like from the week of 17th of November to 24th of November, Tariq, uh, Tariq, uh, he, I'm not going to give his full name because this might be a real person. I don't know. Uh, 7,440 steps. Uh, so you know what, man? Keep it up. Tariq, 7,000 steps. That's impressive. I hope you turn those steps into money or however the fuck that app works. Whatever the fuck that does. You got a coupon or something? Yeah, and I don't know. Coca Cola, Burger King. I don't know exactly. I don't know why. I don't know the benefits of using somebody else's email to do this. I don't care. <laughs> but we support it. We support, we support you, Tony. It gives us great content. And I know, I know exactly why you're doing it because you listen to the show, you've heard us uh, uh, give out our email, and you're like, what better way to, to support my favorite podcast yeah. than to use that email? To sign up for Sweatcoin. And you heard me like <laughs> desperately beg last time for somebody to do anything. <laughs> yes. And so you I, and so you took it upon yourself to do just that, just anything. I think and I appreciate it. I think Marcus's exact words were please, for the love of God, <laughs> somebody do something worth our email. <laughs> <laughs> Now that, that that may have been a mistake for Marcus's part, because uh-huh. now people will will steal our identities. But uh, you're you're using that email, you're using that email, Tariq, and we appreciate mm-hmm. it. And uh, Marcelo, not only do we have one piece of engagement, we have two. Oh, I did not expect this. And this is not that, Tariq. This is two different fans. This is going to be a three-hour show because I am on the edge of. I, 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 th- this is exciting. Okay, Marcus. Yeah. Who is our other fan this week? So a fan tweeted directly at us at, oh. at our Twitter at marking the marks. Oh my god! On 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 at marking the marks on Twitter. Yes, on Twitter, uh, spelled yes. exactly how you see it on the on, on the uh, screen there. Yes, on your podcast devices. M A R. Wait, M A R K I N G T H E M A R C S. I got that right, right? That's right. Exactly. What? Type that okay. up into your Twitter machine and you'll type it up. And, well, well and, fun. and and at us. Like this fan has added us. What yeah, you see you see all those people on Twitter say don't at me. We want you to at me. <laughs> exactly. So, so uh, just like uh Marcus's previous uh 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 plea for you to use our email, we want you to at us with anything. <clears throat> anything right. at all. Anything just like this fan has. Yes. Um, Mar- yeah. So tell me about this this message we got on Twitter. So this fan uh, left us a lovely message. Uh, he said, I love the show. Please read this on the show. Thanks. Wait. And this is from Twitter user at uh, Marcelo J. Pico. <laughs> uh, screen name, Marcelo Pico, the director's cut, little knife emoji. But that's the kind of engagement we love. We love to hear that you love the show, that you want us to be, you want yourself to be heard on the show, and we will always oblige. I, I, so I, I, if you want to be like Twitter user at Marcelo J Pico, contact us, and you'll be on the show. Exactly. Uh, it, it it shows great. I mean, there's no better way to show your appreciation to uh, those who make uh, things you love. That to show them how much you like them, then I mean, then just responding. Yeah, and, and, and I, I'm not just blowing smoke here. Like I, when I got that message, it really made my day. Like I was like, yeah. we're really touching people's lives. We're 
I am emotional just now mm-hmm. uh, uh, by, by revealing this, and I, I'd like to thank uh, what's uh, what's his name again uh, uh, at Marcelo J Pico. I'd like to thank Marcelo J Pico for that kind message. Uh, we appreciate your support, and yes, uh, we appreciate that you love the show, and that uh, and I, and we're going to commit to your uh, uh, message by saying. Yes, we're reading this on the air. Yes. Uh, see, and again, you could be just like Marcel J. Pico. Uh, anything you tweet at us, anything you write to us, we'll read yep. on the air. Again. Yep. Uh, sign, we're, sign we're, us up for your own sweat coin, and we'll read that, <laughs> too. Be like Tariq. This could be very dangerous if anybody were to hear this. But yes, anything you send us, anything you tweet at us, anything you message us, we will read on the air. Anything. That is a promise. Anything. <laughs> Anything you send to us, we will read. Do you yes. hear that? Anything. Yeah. Anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, is, is that it? Do we have another message? Yeah, no, that, that, is, that appears oh, to be the end. Okay. All right. So, so thank you to Tariq and Marcel J. Pika for that. Oh, what a show. Um, any more surprises before we go? I uh, no, I think that's it. I think we're ready to wrap it up. So let's uh, let's get to it. Let's wrap it up. This has officially been two and a half hours. Yeah. I I have officially been Marcelo Pico. You've officially been Marcus Serving. This has been Mark the Marks with Marcus and Marcelo. We'll talk uh, next month uh, for tables, ladders, and chairs. Uh, the next WWE pay per view. Uh, we'll see if we podcast in between. I don't know, the holidays and all. I mean, Thanksgiving is next week. Uh, I'll be out of town. We'll see if I watch wrestling with my parents again and have awkward, ex- you know, <laughs> uh, I have an awkward moment like I did that time I showed them SummerSlam 1999 or whatever. Um, but no, we'll, we'll at least come back for table, ta- tables, lives, and chairs and maybe another... Oh, what do you think about this, Marcus? This is just me throwing, throwing, uh, throwing a curveball at you. Yeah. What about like a best of show for like the end of the year? See, like I, I, you're you're right on my wavelength, Pico. I was gonna I was gonna say this shit to you. Yeah, because that seems like a good idea, right? You know, yeah. like the the best matches, favorite you know? matches, favorite pay per views, favorite, favorite uh, people, uh, rising yeah. stars. Yeah, we we can rate uh, you know uh, uh, superstars on our scale, and yeah, maybe do like a tent like a top ten list of matches or something. Go, go down the whole WWE roster, their ten best <laughs> matches of the year, rate them. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you saying go down the entire roster and rate them on our scale? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. We'll do that. We'll spend five hours just rating every single <laughs> WWE superstar. <laughs> But no, something something to consider, Marcus, and and maybe we'll do that uh, for a year's end. Uh, because hey, we got we got we got to fit in more content in there. And uh, and as we teased earlier, there may be more changes coming to the show. So stay tuned yes, for that as well. Yes, we um, have to we have to plot that out, and hopefully by next year, early next year, we'll roll out. It's still going to so. be the same show you uh, love and love to engage with. Oh yeah, no. Email us and talk about it, <laughs> but it's going to be uh, in a fresh new way. We're doing it. Mostly because of the interaction we're getting with our fans. I mean, yes. that's obviously why we're doing the show. Yeah. Uh, but no, don't. I mean, w- when we say there are changes ab- uh, abound, this show is not changing. Yeah. Um, don't fret. All right. Don't fret. This hey, look, show, look. how however long it is, every episode, 
you know, that'll be the same. <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> um, uh, but no, there'll be some uh, some surprises, maybe some some changes in terms of formatting. Um, no, and you'll, uh, and you'll absolutely. Yeah fucking love it all right you'll love it yeah but no don't worry the show will stay the same but there'll be some changes they'll be cool new and fun okay that's that's all that's all that's in the works all right let's end this marcus it's been fun and now we end with the same thing we say at the end of every episode mm-hmm. we say this when we wake up in the morning we say this when we call each other on the phone we say this in the mirror we say this um while driving we say this we write letters. Uh, we write letters. We send them to each other twenty four seven, basically. Yeah, we uh, we 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 tell our uh, our loved ones this. Also, they're worried about us because we say it so often. Uh, we say this. We say our signature catchphrase, which is, "Hey, hey there, uh, we, we do we do saying like, we do saying." I I like like you like you and to and wrestling and, too and wrestling too goodbye <laughs> <coughs> great shit great great shit everybody <laughs>